and welcome to the Computer Game Show. I, after a tense negotiation process, am your host, Sean Bell. I'm joined by Matthew Murray. Hello. And James Farley. Hello. Happy New Year, boys. Happy had a, had a, New had a, Year, had a good Christmas. Everyone. Had a good Christmas, James? How was your Christmas? Was it good? That's rubbish, wasn't it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're rubbish? not elaborating about that on the show, are you? That's No, as I said, I didn't want to talk about it too much because yeah. it's like family issues and it's just... But it was terrible. And so I was, I was, you know, I was so, it's really, it's weird because we, we flew, like, because we went to Switzerland and yeah. because we've got family that, that live there and then we came it sounds, back. It sounds awful, doesn't it, well, flying see, to Switzerland for Christmas? Everyone's <laughs> just like, oh yeah, that sounds amazing. It wasn't. Um, we've been there like a couple of times before because it's, yeah. again, it's the family thing and yeah, but everyone always says it's going to be brilliant, but it's not. And we flew back at, what time was it? We got back at like two in the morning. I decided to go to work at like seven because it was better. Than, uh, than yeah than, <laughs> than all the things that had gone on and it was just better to go back to work it, it was good so it wasn't good uh, it was pretty not much. not not to continue putting you on the spotlight or anything but did you enjoy your extra week off that you gave us I well I'm a, actually a bit annoyed about that because well, okay, why go are on. you annoyed because <laughs> you dropped me right in it again well, it like, was... <laughs> it's like you didn't have to tell okay you you were like okay we talked about this I, we were talked about like when we were going to be back and everything yeah. and i said yeah i've got stuff that i've you know i've really got to get done because i'm getting close to my deadline now and everything and then i was like but it's okay we can still do it if you really want to and then matt you were all like oh no no it's, it's okay I, I just want you to be happy and all that kind of thing you know i think i think you <laughs> which should is, which is think, true you know i think you should you know you should just take take another week it's fine it doesn't matter then a couple of days later you just put up on twitter saying yeah we're not recording it's james's fault it's like what, <laughs> i what didn't say that? fault someone asked you should me know. Where, and i was like well, <laughs> you didn't have to say that they don't need to know why we're not recording well, what it's was just, I you should say? know by now if we're doing you a favor it is it comes with the unwritten caveat of but this will make good material for the show I wasn't so. pleased. I mean, it's just, you know... Oh, no, it's fine. I mean, sure, listeners weren't pleased either, but we're here. Yeah. Yeah, we made it, finally. Um, but yeah, New Year. Um, no Dave, obviously. Dave's fine, by the way. No one's actually asked. A bit fucking rude. Um, but yeah, he's, he's he's got a second kid, Charlie, who, yeah. who seems ace. Arrived a little bit early, wrong side of Christmas, which must have been yeah, interesting. Early, but, um, really. Yeah, um, but yeah, everyone's everyone's doing all right by the sounds of it. I mean, I mean, Dave is losing his mind a little bit. It took him what it was like three weeks before he really started losing it, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. Was... He, he, he says it's really hard, but he is. He's, I think they're both coping a lot better than the first one. So yeah, yeah. It was quite good though. Yeah, it? yeah. It's like you get those messages in WhatsApp. You know, like the ones where you get where they're early in the morning from him, and there's mm. just like quite a lot of them in a row, and then it's just <laughs> getting less and less coherent as it goes on. Yeah. And then he just says, yeah. "I'm having a breakdown," and it's um, <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, so new host. Uh, we we, yeah, we yeah. had some discussions, didn't we, about who who could host in the new year? Uh, I mean, the way I see it, all this means is that I'm I speak first, and then because I feel I feel bad that I'm not doing the questions anymore. You guys have taken that on between you. Um, I feel like I've I'm I, I'm getting off quite easy. Here. No, you, you, you know, you you you're carrying this good ship forward. I suppose. <laughs> but then, you know, but I don't want to take away anything from like the work you do, or like James is obviously the streaming king. So, oh, speaking of oh, streaming, actually, let's get on to that. We've got um, we've got a fucking schedule, haven't we? Yeah, Matt? we have. Uh, I-, I read down here a renewed commitment to streaming in 2019. <laughs> that sounds like something a politician might say. But yeah, we are we are going to do a ton more streaming uh, this year because we thought, why not? You know, I thought, I thought that'd be nice. So we're going to do three streams a week. Each one of us is going to stream. Um, here's the rough plan. Uh, 
Sean will be streaming every single Tuesday from nine. Um, in what was originally could be called the Art Zone. <laughs> I mean, I, I did like that name. We had we had some at one at one point. It's just going to be something you know really really basic. But the Art Zone was there, yeah. and then um, and then uh, we, n- now it's we called Played by the Bell. Uh, and maybe Which, I mean, actually, <laughs> it sort of needs a logo to make that joke. Uh, well, I was going to say, yeah, because if you if you just told me like, oh, you should call it that, I'd have been like, yeah, it's pretty funny. But it's it's the logo that you've done for it that really sells it. It it's, was. It's I mean, I saw spot that, on. and as I said, it is the best thing that you've ever done, Matt. It was. I was. Yeah. I was genuinely shocked by the quality uh, that I got into it. It was. It was really good. Yeah. I mean. I mean. I had. To, I had some help from people from work because because I'm not designer, oh, okay, obviously. Nice, we'll but yeah. Up. But play. But I mean. I, I, what do you, I what thinking, do you do in your office, Matt? Why do you? How do you have time to? Just I, I work find on time. Stuff and like I spend mo- a lot of evenings doing all the rest of the stuff because I'm quite slow okay, in your Photoshop. Yeah. But um. So. <laughs> but some people I've realised after saying it that say by the bill might not even be a reference <laughs> for half the audience. That's the point, actually. When did it? When did it end? I'm not was, sure. Was it mid nineties? It ended by it that must point. have been mid nineties. Yeah. I mean, I think I think our audience skews a little bit, a little bit older. Like it's sort of late twenties to early thirties, right? Yeah, definitely Probably. or older. Yeah. yeah, it'll be fine. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So Sean, every every Tuesday night from from nine, and Sean, we're playing a variety of games. Are we going yeah, to really, say that? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what the plan is. I think the idea is to play indie stuff, like just do blind playthroughs of stuff that I'm not that familiar with and neither are you, um, just so it'll be interesting. I am aware that this isn't the FIFA The Journey <laughs> stream that everyone's asking it's, for. It's not well, We figured we were talking about it and we're like, I'm going to get stick for this, but I think if we're going to just have a go at doing like a proper schedule and sticking to it, we need to start with something I'm actually going to enjoy. Yeah. Um, so we'll 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 see. We'll see how it goes. If you go straight into FIFA and hate it, it's gonna be a pretty long year of yeah. every single Tuesday night from nine. But yeah. So Sean every Tuesday from nine, every Friday from nine, uh, James will be streaming Deadly Premonition. Yeah, I'm a bit weird about I'm, this. I'm looking forward to this. See, I, I cannot wait. See, it's weird because as uh, you see, I asked because I don't know anything about this game at all. <laughs> Like, I know nothing about it. I don't even know what type of game it is. I've, I've... No, that, that is honestly that is perfect because there is there isn't a better game to go into completely blind. Like, yeah, it will absolutely throw you. Are you a fan of Twin Peaks by any chance? Yes, yeah, I'm a big fan actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, yeah. Okay, you'll be all right. Okay. So yeah, so that, that that'll be Friday nights. So yeah, so Friday nights from nine, James, and then uh, I'm back on Sundays for Bloodborne Sundays from nine. Uh, it will finish That's just for awesome match of the day two at half ten, so don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so nine onwards, Bloodborne Sundays. I'm start, uh, This week, actually, we're starting a stream. So uh, this, obviously, episode comes out on Wednesday, hopefully. Uh, and uh, so this Friday, that'll be James from nine playing Delhi Premonition. And I'll be on Sunday from nine playing Bloodborne. And then the following Tuesday, Sean will be streaming um, some indie stuff, hopefully, from nine on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, just go to Twitch.tv slash computer game show. Uh, and uh, yeah, and and there, and obviously all the um, all the archive streams, the streams after we've actually done it live, they all should uh, all be on our YouTube channel uh, to watch afterwards. Uh, also, if you've got an Amazon Prime account, then you've got a Twitch Prime account, and if you haven't already spent that free subscription you get each month, please think about going to our t- Twitch channel and dropping us uh, dropping us your free sub- uh, subscription there. We really appreciate it. But yeah, yeah it's been um, really nice. I mean, yeah, so the. Obviously, it's it's not a massive amount of money, but it's a pleasant surprise when it does turn up. And also, um, just towards the end of last year, everyone was really generous with the tip jar, so that was that was really oh, nice. Oh yeah, yeah, that massively. Sort of, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I say, you know, 
It's not a salary, but it's enough to go from like, oh shit, I'm not skint this week. That's brilliant. It's, you know, um, so yeah, it does, does uh, mean quite a lot. Um, and we just, yeah, just loads of nice feedback in general. Speaking of which... Speaking of which, yeah. Uh, so, mm. so obviously last year, uh, back in mid-December, we did our Game of the Year show. It feels like forever ago now. Uh, after almost four hours, uh, the, the winner of Game of the Year was, of course, Astrobot Rescue Mission. Um, how, how do you two feel about that since? since? I, feel, I, I mean, we'll yeah. get on to it, but yeah, I'm, I'm all right with it. And, and James? It was absolutely the right decision, even though I've, I've now gone back to Red Dead as well, so I still think it was the right decision. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I I played a little tiny bit over the over Christmas break, and it's just it's still it's still amazing. Um, other mm. people have slightly different views. Uh, Sean R at Sean R nineteen seventy four on Twitter. Do you think it's weird that the, the computer game show Game of the Year can only be played by a few percent of the gamers, PS four owners with PSVR, obviously? Astrobot is a team's choice, obviously. But what do you think another game might be the people's choice, <laughs> available to no. all gamers? Uh, someone else pipes in saying, no, that's ridiculous. What are you saying? All games should be cross-platform then. And he says, no, in terms of if you can't play this because of reasons, you should definitely play another game. What? I guess it's just whatever came second, it could be any of the other 15 games, like a more populist choice. For example, Red Dead Redemption 2. I think, okay, Abs- hang on. <laughs> I think considering how things are going at the moment, populism, you know, it's not a great idea, is it? It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work out so well. And I... I this is crazy. Like I, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. but this is. This I is mean, crazy. Well, we started strong with one of the, <laughs> one of the, one of the, the craziest bit of feedback we've received in a long time. Uh, no, yeah, no. I mean, at the end of the day, if we're going to start taking, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, sort of, you know, PS4 and PSVR, like that's an extra financial hurdle, and that is a thing to consider. Um, but at the end of the day, you not, we're not doing the list as a buyer's guide. We're doing it as. I was going to say a, a piece of criticism. That's not really right either because it's just an argument. But <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's not. Um, yeah, we can't. If you start taking that stuff into account, it like really sways things a lot, like quite unnecessarily. I think. I think we have to just argue on sheer quality and how much we got out of something. Well, yeah, because otherwise, if you're if you're saying like something that you know everyone can play then you're looking at like a mobile game or something like that rather yeah. than well, no because some people don't have the latest smartphones so just as long as it plays on windows 95 that mm-hmm. yeah so minesweeper <laughs> has once again won <laughs> it's the a classic game show game of the year <laughs> yeah um, um yeah I, I see what you're saying but yeah like, but like as he as he later admits it's like well whatever came second it's then your game of the year exactly. if you haven't got psvr i guess I'd, yeah whatever or just well, buy what? a playstation vr they're not that expensive now yeah, just bang it on a That's credit. Point. No, 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 no. Uh, Jack Miller uh, uh, on Twitter. Um, what the fuck was Farley thinking about with nominating Detroit? It's been several weeks, and I still can't work out what he was trying to achieve. James, <laughs> Do you want to explain this again, yeah, please. Uh, just, just once for everyone. Look, it's it's really and simple. Myself. Okay, the reason the reason I I chose to nominate it myself was because first of all, I knew like I, no interrupting, Matt. Okay, just let me finish I what I'm going to say. Yeah, you were. Let's just let me just finish what I'm going to say. So first of all, Matt was probably going to select it himself, and I didn't want him to do that. If he didn't select it, then the, the listeners definitely would have done. So it would have been in any way. My idea, and it didn't, it didn't work out, was that if I chose it, then first of all, I could give it a really bad rundown, and secondly, 
it would hopefully go up against something that wasn't my game. And therefore, <laughs> it would either get eliminated in favour of the listener's choice, or it would get eliminated by going against one of you guys' like choices. So, mm-hmm. I mean, best case scenario, I was really hoping it was going to go up against Red Dead, but it didn't. And that's why my gamble, it didn't come off, because it just had to go up literally <laughs> any other game apart from my one <laughs> and it would have been fine like almost certainly and but it didn't work out and uh, I gambled I lost and uh, mm-hmm. yeah it didn't work out yeah it, it, people seem to enjoy it uh, it was amazing I mean yeah I, I, I mean I'm I, I get why you did it now but it just backfired so spectacularly it couldn't have <laughs> happened to a better person or a better game well, it's, it's a bit like when you didn't play Night in the Woods, isn't it? And you got caught well, out with that. That's what happened to this. We're not, we're not talking about 2017, we're talking about 2018. Everyone, get, everyone gets caught out at some point, Matt. You know. Well, I, I'm not, I won't get caught out ever again, that's for sure. <laughs> Look what you created last year. Anyway, yeah, uh, at least mine was on purpose and it wasn't just lying. You know, it's, there's a difference. I wasn't, oh, no, I was lying. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I still wanted to finish that game. Uh, Wrecked Reese, uh, game, game of the Year episode. Honestly, I, I need some more long car drives because last night I waited in my garage for an extra 10 minutes before getting out of the car just to hear the end of that Detroit rant. Um, Andy Woods, great Game of the Year show, but for me, Red Dead 2 should have gone through. But fair play, fair play to David for switching during the stalemate. Um, paddle at keep on paddling on Twitter. Still sad that a kid's game that you need to buy price accessory to play got through over Red Dead Redemption 2. It was my second choice after Monster Hunter World, which had fuck all chance of winning. Great <laughs> show as usual, even though I disagree with the, fight, the end result and I had a blast listening to it. Um, I mean, I feel like we, we talked for a long time about how much we liked Red Dead 2. I, I, I feel like it got a fair shake. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, even so, with all the issues I had of it, it's still an incredible game. I mean, yeah, yeah. For, for a last-gen game, it's it's pretty good. Some elements, yeah. James, everyone <laughs> took it out the wrong way as well. Like, Are you saying... The, 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 okay, let's not get into it now. We'll probably get into it later. At Stu Baker, uh, why did you not choose God of War? The stunning game. But I definitely... I mean, we all appreciate how good it was, uh, those of us who played it, but mm. I guess it wasn't enough to really to push it forward in like a really emotional way, I guess. No. Yeah. Um yeah, and I think like obviously, yeah. So me not playing it and having recently played Gardens Between meant I I wasn't budging on it. Um, so yeah, I was I was really happy that Gardens Between got far, as far as it did. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. there were a lot of people who were really upset by that, but then a lot of people who were like, "Oh my god, it's on sale!" and I bought it, and it's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of people who picked up uh, Far Lone Sales as well and really enjoyed yeah. it, and I saw like people tweeting I'm, the devs. I'm, I'm still like, like so happy we got to play that. I mean, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I still think about that game from time to time. And, See uh, that was yeah that was the thing for me is I played it at the time and loved it and then it was like six months later like oh, I'm still thinking about it that's weird <laughs> and, and that was why I figured it had to be in the list so yeah it worked out really nicely though. yeah uh, Adam Capone your Gotti uh, show actually tipped me over the edge to buy a PSVR and Astrobot so there was a lot of riding on this and I was preparing myself for a lawsuit against you however I was not disappointed Astrobot was pure joy from start to finish. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Thomas Lamothoff 42 uh, on a hand and we'll come back to that in a second Dylan Freeman Grist have you guys ever considered doing the draft a month before the last show so you can play for all the games uh, brilliant game of the year episode nonetheless was my first and certainly won't be my last excited for new year and best wishes to Dave yeah in terms of how we do it I think we uh, mm-hmm. will probably slightly change things obviously we're like 11 months uh, mm-hmm. early for this but I, I, I really enjoyed the fact that Sean chose a game that none of us had heard and we got to play it mostly because mm. it was short and we did have enough time for that I was going to say yeah that, that would not have worked if it wasn't like two hours no long. but, but <laughs> I, I would also you know like to maybe uh, play the listener's choice rather than just, you know us saying well none of us voted for it 
you know, it mm. would be nice to do that. Um, so w- we might potentially bring the draft forward, you know, a month or a couple of weeks or whatever it is. So there's a bit but more. Then time. that means missing out like more of December, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, I guess it's it is a bit like, awkward. Unless people are happy waiting time? until like, you know, mid January for the episode, but I don't think they will be. Yeah, you know, I think they still has to come out like the this side of New Year. But yeah, yeah, you are yeah. right. But uh, but also yeah. this one was just such a mad rush because we had to like the episode was like, out on the Wednesday. We had to vote, excuse me, straight away, and that ended two days later. So that was all like a mad rush because we had to get it out in time. So I yeah. would like to bring it forward, but you're totally right. That does cut off more games, mm. but yeah, I, guess which is, I mean, it, which is fine if we say well they can go in next year's, but then it's just a, yeah, I don't know, it puts us weirdly sort of out of sync with everyone else. Yeah, I, guess. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so Thomas Lamarfar forty two. Of course, I love the game of the year show. Games uh, James gifted us with the best line of any game review ever, like a Christmas bauble distracting attention from the rotten tree in which it is hung. <laughs> but were you, were you proud of that line, James? Well, Thomas liked it. <laughs> <laughs> a line that may never be topped in twenty nine. In terms of twenty nineteen, I'm looking forward to Matt streaming Alex Kid. Um, Speaking of Alex Kid, that wasn't one of the ones we mentioned, but me and James are hoping to squeeze that in on a different day uh, from February onwards. So, as well as uh, you know, uh, Sean's uh, indie stuff on Tuesday, uh, Deadly Permission mm-hmm. on Friday, and Bloodborne on Sunday, James and I ho- hopefully could find a day, maybe Thursday, who knows, where we'll also stream Alex Kid. But that won't be until February once uh, James has got his book off his shoulders. Um, Curtis at Luke H H for H also asking about the Deadly Permission stream. We've mentioned that. L Driver asking about the Bloodborne stream. We mentioned them. So uh, I personally can't wait for this to, you know, to get properly back into streaming. I, I really miss doing. Uh, well, I really miss playing uh, Dark Souls on Sunday. So I'm excited for Bloodborne. <coughs> and um, yeah, man, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm, excited I'm just excited. All. It's not another David Cage game that I'm playing. So that's, <laughs> that's a good thing. It's, uh, I'm, I'm it's a bit of a too. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, I, uh, I also know nothing about the game, but obviously, having uh, created some graphics for, for, you know, for Twitter and stuff, I've seen a few pictures, and it does look absolutely insane. Okay. It's, yeah, like it <laughs> to actually play it, it is a bit of a bit of a slog at times. But of course, only James has to play it; the rest of us can just watch. So it's, <laughs> it's funny. just watch and enjoy. Um, <laughs> so that's it for follow up, uh, AK feedback. If you want to leave us. Any sort of feedback or comments or whatever you want, it's at Computer Game Ball on Twitter or the new email address, which is podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Yes. We got the dot com domain. Boys. We've arrived. We've arrived. <laughs> um, <laughs> on to news. Well, actually, there was some news which broke just before we were about to record, which is oh, yeah. that Rocket League is finally going cross platform. But so it's going cross platform, but it's across Switch, Xbox One, PC, and PlayStation 4. So Bloody hell! It's finally happening, and it's apparently it's going to be it's enabled by default in for each of the games. But you can also mm-hmm. limit it specific platforms if you want to. And it's I mean it, it joins Fortnite now as being the only other one that works on PlayStation. But mm-hmm. that's pretty good, isn't it? I mean it's a, a good sign, hopefully. Yeah, it's only still pretending that this was hard to do, even I think though so, yeah. it's, it uh... previously happened by accident. Yeah, and was fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, 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 so the, this, is, this is still in like Sony's um, the beta program because obviously it's Fortnite in the beta was added. Program, yeah, 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 Fortnite was added yeah. at, uh, crossplay for for in beta, and now this has been added to it. But uh, yeah, this is great. I mean, but I, I mean, we've said this countless times. Crossplay 
I, I really couldn't give less of a damn about it. It's all about if, if it's cross unlocking. I want if I have one account for both platforms and I have. I was going to say yeah, the cosmetics was, across both. Thing, and that's all I really care about. I don't really care that yeah. I get to play on my PlayStation against Xbox players, vice versa. I really just yeah. want to know if all the things I unlock are on one account and they work across both systems. One thing mm. I didn't see with this though is how does voice chat work? I assume not. I assume right? not. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I guess you'll have to use something like Discord, I guess, for for that to do for mm. for that to work. But no, it's okay. cool. I mean, it's it's good they're doing it, but it doesn't really do a lot for me unless I hear about <laughs> you know unlocking and wanting or crowding across platforms. But yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, and I, they obviously hinted about it like last year, uh, and and now it's finally here. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I, it's, I, it's are a weird one, isn't it? Because... Of it at all? Well, nope. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't really play Rocket League, sadly. It's not the game's fault. I'm just very bad at it. Yeah, um, but no, it's, it's just funny because obviously, so Sony are finally giving into the pressure on this because everyone was just like kicking off. But it, I don't know. Like, are they are they expecting a gold star for doing it? <laughs> because it's a bit like, well, good, you should have done this ages ago, and this is just basic functionality that people have come to expect on certain games now. So, I'll tell cheers, you what else I saw. but not like I don't know. Did you Weird see one. the other day where they, they said, you know, they Nintendo released like the most played games on Switch like over the last year? Oh, I didn't see I that. Did that yeah. I'd say I was just, I mean, obviously the, the number one was Fortnite and I don't know why that just kind mm-hmm. of disappointed me. But that was, <laughs> that it's that the was biggest game one. on the planet. I mean, it's got the Nintendo magic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. That's just sad. I don't know. Well, no, so it's like popular game machine. is popular. Well, what's the issue? Oh, there's just so much good stuff on that machine, and it's just like, why do you have to play Fortnite? Yeah, just, yeah, but yeah, but this is also 2018, where historic there hasn't really been big games other than say Smash Brothers and tons of great indie games. So, of all the years, I you know I'm I'm less surprised if it's the same year as a Zelda and Mario, that would be like oh, okay. But also Fortnite is massive regardless. But yeah, mm-hmm. what else? What else? What else? Huge just come out on 2018 on Switch. Pokemon. Well, yeah, but anyway, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Basically, it's just it. It feels a bit like a generational thing to me. Like yeah. everyone, like everyone at work who's got kids who are in their teens are just like, yeah, they're just obsessed with Fortnite. And I'm like, there's obviously something there I don't get, and that's fine. Time to <laughs> yeah, move right. on. I'll just play old man games. It's fine. But yeah, but, uh, but else there, there was a really oh, great thread, I think, on Twitter ages ago about uh, uh, this guy who was talking to his son about uh, who was playing it and saying that he basically realised that Fortnite isn't a game, it's a place and kids are yeah. basically going there to hang out. They're, it's not necessarily yeah, yeah. for the game. They're there to chat with their mates and now they've got creative mode where they can do it, they can build what they want you know, without mm-hmm. fear of getting like, you know, killed by other people. Um yeah, it's a really fascinating thing. It's like, you know, when I was younger, I guess I was going down to McDonald's in town and hanging out in town on my Saturdays. And, and Doing heroin now and, you can just go yeah. and we're well, playing Fortnite to hang out. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fascinating, really. What, what, what it's it, like, is. It, it, it still fucks me off a little bit that Splatoon 2's somewhat rigid um, options yeah. for partying up with your mates is like, they've obviously prioritized like it being fair. And it's like, no, you need to just make a space where people like if you could so in that you know that uh Incopolis, the little town bit if you could like your mates could just join you and you just run around and stuff and then you could just go from there into a match like that would completely change how people exactly yeah game. there's so much you, they could have done with that but they won't because yeah. nintendo you know it's yeah. just the whole online thing they don't really go in for do they which is a shame yeah. did you see they, they, they saved the uh splatoon 2 christmas event until the new year <laughs> i didn't see that no <laughs> 
Well, I was going because <laughs> over on Databeast we were doing this advent calendar thing where every day we were doing a, a game with like Christmas stuff in it, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll do, I'll put, I'll stick Splatoon two on the list. That's got a Christmas thing coming, and then checked, it's like fourth of January. <laughs> but that's like it's like the games <laughs> animal, like you know, second episode is supposed to be out when it for Christmas. That was that was the biggest yeah. disappointment of Christmas for me <laughs> was that the second episode didn't come out, and it's supposed to be for the new year now. Didn't he? He posted a picture of the the game babes though, didn't he? I think so, yeah. That was yeah, <laughs> well, as, what was as that the same tied you over. Yeah. So Jay James is like, Oh, it's really sexist, it's horrible, but actually it's the only reason he's there. <laughs> the only reason he's there. Yeah. Uh, what else is in the news? <laughs> okay, so with more Nintendo stuff, um mm-hmm. they're talking about moving away from home consoles. Um, oh, okay, here but we go. they're not really because this. Well, I was going to say because yeah. So what by by what definition like is the Switch not a home console? No, well, it's also okay. So this was Shintaro Furukawa, who's the, like, the Nintendo mm. president, and he was talking with Nikkei. So this is obviously like for investors, really, right? And he was talking about how the company wants to sort of remain flexible with like changing demands of like the entertainment business and all that kind of thing. And and he said that you know like over the the like the over the last 30 years with Nintendo they've oft, they've often like looked at other things tried to do other things and that they're not sort of just rigidly focused on this idea of home consoles and that they really want flexibility in addition to like the ingenuity and everything for like creating stuff and he he says that he wants to focus on like increasing their smartphone revenue and like focus on the theme parks and stuff like that and but it's just weird because I mean this came out and people were saying oh is this you know is this are they going to end with the home consoles but I don't think it necessarily means that it's just He's stating the obvious, isn't he? Really, to to investors, yeah. you know, this yeah, idea yeah. that they're not, you know, they they are flexible with where they go, and they have shown over time, and they they always they always try different things. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised that they're focusing on smartphone stuff. I mean, I didn't, I mean, like you know, things like Fire Emblem have made a ridiculous amount of money over the last like year or two, so. I'm absolutely not surprised. But yeah, it just says that they're not doggedly saying consoles are the only thing we're going to do. Mm. Uh, but it mm. was funny seeing the headlines saying we're moving away from consoles like, oh my god it's happening <laughs> Mario on <Yeah>. Xbox <laughs> and it's it's weird because when you see it you just think like the, my initial reaction when I saw that because of the headline because it's you know the sort of the usual sort of clickbait kind of headline of like you know Nintendo moving away from it and you, especially when you're thinking the Switch has done so well like it really has like compared with yeah. especially compared with the Wii U you're thinking you know are they mad but then also you know it's, it's more than that it's not really uh, such a big deal but, yeah yeah, yeah it, it, yeah, I think people are just getting the interesting headline out of it. And but, but also, historically, consoles don't make money for these companies. It's the games and services. Not so for Nintendo. It's, <clears throat> yeah, um, Nintendo really, always they always make, make a, a little bit of profit on the console, yeah. yeah. I guess because Nintendo don't have much away in services. They've obviously got the games. Yeah. They've never really been a service <laughs> They've company, got clearly. Switch Online, Matt. Yeah, oh, they've yeah. got Switch Online. All, all them £15 a year adds up. <laughs> I haven't, still haven't bothered. But, I mean. <laughs> I yeah. probably wouldn't have if I didn't like. Uh, I've got a family account with a few mates. Oh, okay, um, awesome. So basically, between five of you, only works out about three quid. So I suppose you're all fine. using the app, are you, for communication online? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. Has the app been updated since, or is that still? I've just... no, I've no idea. No, I've, the I've app not, has not, not been checked. updated. The only game-specific page is still Splatoon Two. There's just been nothing has been done. Fucking. It's... Yeah. Like, why did they not even go backwards and be like, right, let's get arms on here or Mario Kart 8 yeah. or whatever? Like, I mean, that would that that I mean, they've clean. No one is working on the app department yeah. <laughs> in Nintendo. They've just thought, we don't need yeah, to. They, well, I don't they, they, no, yeah, they've just hired a team. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> 
They just hired a team to do it, and then she's like, right, that's finished now. Mm. <laughs> the app's that's out. That's done. It works, and it's brilliant. Yeah. So They said they bring out an app. We bought out the app. We've done our work. <laughs> no, 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 no. you got to keep updating. What do you mean we've got to keep updating it? What's, we, we built the app. I mean, this is it. Like, Because, you know, I think we all sort of secretly hoped that when they properly announced what Switch Online was, they were just going to be like, eh, sorry about that app shit. Um, but nope. Nope, that's, <laughs> Nothing that's still yeah, not just still that. It was also like a, a selling point for like Nintendo yeah. Online. You know, they do it as like it's it's one of the positives, but obviously maybe not so much. But in another news story which came out, this is the mm. stuff which is obviously I think maybe has caught fire. Well, maybe not caught fire, but is is more important maybe for most people. Is the like a data miner has uncovered like the possible SNES games on Nintendo Online. Mm. So. This is a data miner called Kapu who was looking through the NES Online strings that have been added from the last month's Switch update, and he found like the evidence of these like Super NES games. So there was 22 games on the list, and it's even got like on the list was Star Fox 2, which is yeah. odd because you know that was <laughs> I mean that came out with the SNES Classic, didn't it? But um, and that was but yeah, that was the whole thing, wasn't it? It was like fuck, this is like the first way to or first and presumably only way to properly get Star Fox 2 because it yeah. was never officially finished until now. Um, but it looks. I mean, it, it, this is very possible, I think, and it would be really good if if that did happen, obviously. But he also mm. found evidence for two other emulators as well. Like, yeah. So, but nobody seems to know what they are. But I mean, I'm presuming well, yeah, they're they all could code be, names, aren't they? I think. They could be like Game I mean, Boy or stuff like that. I guess. I was gonna say, if one of them's GBA, I'll be well happy. Yeah. But we'll see. The thing yeah, is, it's, like, it's the, a this list is list. amazing, but I just I don't yeah. believe it. Like, because I mean, this all seems a bit too good to be true to have all these amazing games coming out as, yeah, as part and it of doesn't the free online I, thing. I don't know about you guys, I literally don't understand how he's got the information. I don't know what the words mean. So <laughs> can't really can't really assess how, how likely it is to be legit. But um I yeah, I hope it's real. Be very excited if it is. I mean it'd be that'd be a big value add though for the um for yeah. like Switch Online if it has like says games because yeah for sure yeah much more so than uh, the NES ones they've got on there yeah I think. if all these mm. come to it then then I will definitely be buying a, a subscription for it yeah, you could play yeah. all those games you'd never played before Matt exactly that's, that's, that's yeah. literally exactly course, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, were, you were a Sega boy weren't you so you missed out on a lot of yeah this, I missed out on so much um, yeah, yeah. a lot brilliant. of Sega games as well but yeah it's uh, yeah, yeah it'd be good anyway um, this is another story which Matt has sl- like put in here oh um, yeah Oh, you're not letting him do this yeah. one. Well, I've, I've let him add it in before. <laughs> I thought this is the first episode back, so I thought this I'd let him have it. This is even better, Sean, because normally what I do is say, I'll add a bit of news and say, oh, James, I added a news story and he can kick off, but mm. I added this news and didn't tell him. And then when <laughs> yeah. he copy and pasted, because he copies and pastes from our document into another one for some reason. <laughs> yeah. No, I did it the other way around, but here, go on. Okay, whatever you okay. do. Uh, and, and then, but, he did, and, but I didn't mention it, knowing full well. It would just go with the rest of the links and then bang, we're here. So let's go. <laughs> let's go with the news, well, baby. I saw you adding it, and yeah. I mean, basically, the news that you've added is Detroit developer Quantic Dream teases great news soon. Here right? we go. <laughs> now, the reason I don't know why you wanted to... I mean, I know you wanted to add this just because it's Detroit, and you know it's just the ongoing nonsense with that game. Wow. But you look at the news story, it's a bit like the link that you've given us here. <laughs> There's no details. Absolutely nothing at all. <laughs> it, it just, just says... It links to a It links to it's a just, tweet. It's just... It's just links to a tweet which just says they're going to announce something. It's a complete non-story. Well, and the I, tweet there is from a gift as well with people applauding. Thank you for a fabulous year 2018. You're welcome. <laughs> we should be back soon with some great news. Stay well and happy. Share your passion and love. Stay tuned. I mean, that for me says, oh, exciting new development in the world of Quantic Dream. 
I can't Not necessarily. Wait. Maybe the exciting news is they're disbanding. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine. Anyway, uh, I, don't, I don't think it'll be a DLC, but I mean, well, I mean, I imagine they probably announced new games like way, way, way far in advance. Uh, and given well, that Detroit did well, uh, it'd be interesting to see. I don't think it will be DLC, but I was going to say, I assume Detroit did did sell. Overall. Oh, it did. Yeah, it definitely yeah, yeah, sold. Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. those people that sent me messages saying, "Look, I've just bought this game." Ha ha. And it's like, <laughs> and the showed you, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, great, you bought an average game. It's like, <laughs> it's yeah, not it's very good. over two million. So, so, actually, so I also heard it. So, it's sold over two million copies. Uh, and this story is basically that they're doing another game, or whatever, something's happening soon. Brilliant. Uh, another story that happened over the holidays was that basically there's this, uh, there's, there's been a few like game award nominations. I can't remember the name of these awards. Basically, it's like the RD. Okay, whatever. Regardless, I saw Detroit in 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 tons of award like uh, best of the year things over Christmas break. And I thought mm. so. It's not just me being, you know. And it's one of those stupid. games that yeah, because it got it, a lot of shit. Like if you were one of the people that liked it, you would be like, no, fuck you, I'm going to fight for this. Like, it's <laughs> whereas yeah, there are lots of good games that sort of get overlooked because we all know they're good and we don't feel the need to sort of support them. Whereas I think people felt like they had to go on a limb for. I, I mean, I think I think Matt was a very much a lone voice um, in that. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, it, it, wasn't, wasn't, yeah, so it, it was a Dice Awards. I just remembered, yeah. And I think they're happening in February or March. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, there's not Dice Awards. So this is like you know, this is basically pretty much about as high as it gets in terms of game game awards. Um, mm-hmm. in, in terms of sort of awards ceremonies throughout the year, uh, and yeah, like they, they put it in a few categories. It's obviously been in tons of others here and there that we've seen yeah because yeah. it's going to get in there on terms of things like technical achievement and stuff like that basically I mean any game that isn't a complete disaster that costs a lot of money to make it got in best story in a few of these <laughs> that's absurd and, and the thing is is whenever anybody I mean come on come on best story <laughs> that's really funny it's like it's just no that's absurd it's, I can't help you know, but notice that we're still talking about whenever that's seen on any of these lists you Detroit. always get people <laughs> tweeting and saying like what are they thinking you know it's, it doesn't make any sense Someone in the comments um, notes that it could be an HD re-release of Omicron, the Nomad Soul. Which, to be fair, if there was a way to win me back over, that's it. Yeah. It's the only <laughs> but, one um, I haven't played. I need oh, to get well, to that. Yeah, that's point. another stream, yeah. mate. Oh, it's, it's. I mean, it's awful, but it's, <laughs> but at least it's like it's fascinatingly awful. Like it, it tries like so many interesting things, and so it's not like, boring, it's just a bit of a nightmare yeah. to play. But it's it's. It is fascinating. Okay, so Dave De- Detroit for Dice Awards. It was in um, Outstanding Achievement in Art Direction. Yeah, it's okay. understandable. Yeah, definitely. Uh, outstanding Achievement in Sound Design. Yeah. Uh, original Music Composition. Uh, uh, it didn't get in Story. It didn't get in Technical Achievement, which I think is you know it's a, it's a bit of a joke, really. Uh, Adventure <laughs> Game of the Year got in that. You know, it's 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 done well. It's done well. That's all I want to say. Well done, we... everyone at uh, yeah, Pondic Dream. <laughs> Bungie we... has announced that they're splitting from Activision. Now, th- this, yeah. this is huge. It is. I think. I mean, I, yeah, it, it's fascinating because I I play a lot of Destiny 2, but I feel like I have no real handle on what difference this will make. Like, everyone's gone straight in with like, oh, they're going to take out all the microtransactions. Yeah, I've heard I mean, that. that. That's the, the most stupid thing because now they need that money more than ever. Well, yeah, there is <laughs> Why that. Would they suddenly <laughs> rip it Even out? Bungie might go, oh, we can take all the microtransactions now. And then someone shows them a spreadsheet and it's like, here's how much more money you're making. Because exactly. I, mean, I'm, I don't even know if they are, right? Because 
I I mean, as microtransactions go, I find they are completely like not intrusive at all. Um, like I yeah, so they're only for cosmetic items. I have I don't know, maybe I'm just not that bothered, but I've never felt the need to actually pay for any. You get a lot just through playing the game. Um, so I don't really understand anyone who's actually paid up for cosmetic stuff because you don't like you can't even buy specific things. You you get like you know you can buy these sort of basically they're just loot boxes and then i mean they have like a currency in them that you that you can then use to buy specific stuff but those specific things are like every week there's like a selection of them and it's just random so it's just, nah, i don't know yeah. i don't really mind but it, yeah it is fascinating to um wonder what this could mean i mean uh, so the first assumption that we can probably make is that activision aren't happy with the amount of money they're getting from destiny right because yeah, why else would absolutely they allow yeah, to... that feels like a safe assumption yeah um but i mean what's interesting is like is this gonna change the shape because you know it's supposed to be a trilogy wasn't it so theoretically we're supposed to be getting destiny 3 next year year after um i wonder if they will now just stick with destiny 2 and just be like right this is the platform um and then just stick with it because i mean they've they've shown that they can introduce like massive changes to the way it works and without having to put out an entirely new game so i don't think they'll do that do you reckon no because i think consider okay destiny 2 hasn't done quite as well has it really as destiny Mm -hmm. in terms of like i'm I'm talking like not just like sales but also like mind share and all that kind of thing it yeah. kind of feels to me like it needs a bit of a like a reboot, if you sort of mean, to try and get people yeah, back in again. Yeah, because they, they they have turned it around, and yeah. a lot of the people, like a lot of the you know the sort of hardcore fan base who were initially totally thrown off it, are now back in. But yeah, that the narrative is still Destiny Two was a failure. Like it's <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So I do want yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe they will just sort of hope for a fresh start with a third one. Who knows? I mean, it's just um, odd because I mean. Activ- I mean, this was this was it's, they've been together with Activision for like eight years, haven't they? And yeah. it was a ten-year deal. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Activision wouldn't have ended this if they thought they were going to make any money at all out of Destiny, yeah. like in the, yeah, yeah, over yeah. this time. So, it is kind of fascinating they've decided to like get rid of it. But also, mm-hmm. where does this leave like, Activision as well? I mean, they've got like Call of Duty and all that kind of stuff as well. But where where do they go now? Because I mean, yeah, they, they, they just, I mean, but but they're fine, and I think you're totally right. They probably said, okay, well, this. Isn't isn't bringing enough like return on investment, and so we mm-hmm. we can drop this because it's only making two percent. Whereas all the rest of our yeah. portfolio is you know doing much better in terms of actually generating revenue every uh, you know week, month, or year, or yeah. whatever. So yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I definitely need to worry about Activision. Um, well, I'm not worrying about them, but in terms of because obviously they're fine in terms of how financially, but in terms of like they're like what they've got, like the games they've got coming out. I mean. It's, when, a, when it's a fairly Activision empty now, stable compared to where it was sort of five, ten years ago. Exactly. I mean, yeah. when I think of Activision, I think I think Activision Blizzard now. So you just think of like all the Blizzard stuff. That's fine. There's like yeah. a bunch of that. But when I just think of like Activision stuff, what is there apart from Call of Duty now? Uh, the that's division a question. That's that Ubisoft. That's oh, Ubisoft. Nice. Yeah. Ubisoft. <laughs> it's like you think you think back like they used to be like you know Tony Hawk's. There was like Spider Man. There was like a mm-hmm. whole ton of stuff they used to bring out like all the time. But now. It seems to have sort of depleted down to like very little. Yeah, it's. I was going to say it's a shame. Is it? Not really. I don't know. It's I don't. <laughs> yeah, because they haven't got Skylanders anymore. Like, which I yeah, bet that was going making a big God, yeah. big bank. That was them, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're yeah, a company that I feel like I cared less and less and less about really, like over time, because there just doesn't seem to be as much sort of there anymore. Yeah, I mean, I you know, like I say as a avid 
Destiny player, like Activision's name is barely on it. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> um, like they, you're not really aware that they, it's an Activision They've got game. Crash and Spyro, and there's bound to be new versions of them in the coming like, couple of years. Yeah, fair point. Now they've tested the water with the remakes and stuff. That's, yeah, probably but right. But it, it will also be fascinating to see where Bungie go with this, because, I mean, they got that mm. 100 million like, yeah, investment. Yeah, I want to talk about that, because mm. that wasn't on this, this particular piece we're reading from now, a newer game. It doesn't mention mm. the 100 million they got from NetEase at all. Yeah. Um, they got that, but then also, I mean, a lot of the problems that there were, well, perceived problems at least with Destiny 2, people believed that it was because of Activision stuff, didn't they? Like with the microtones actions and all that kind of thing. So yeah. they won't have that excuse anymore, really. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see where they go. Yeah, because mm. I remember like when the last like earnings of Activision came out, and they said that they, I'm not sure if the word disappointed, but they said words to that effect and maybe didn't reach, didn't meet expectations. And then Luke Smith tweeted, uh, it's met our expectations fine. So I, yeah. I, I would assume they'll, you know, the relationship between them two weren't great. Um, yeah. In terms of Netties, because that's obviously that's not the, uh, that's a Chinese company, but aren't they like mostly, don't they mostly do like mobile stuff? Yeah, a lot of his mobile stuff, but they do have, um, you know, like sort of a lot of PC stuff in China anyway. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I heard some one of the podcasts we were talking about this, but imagine if they were to make like a, a mobile version of Destiny, something that, it, mm. and, and, and maybe make it multi platform in a couple of years, you know, with Destiny 3, to turn something which can be playable on tons of devices. It'd be, it'd be fascinating if NetEase wanted to, want to do that, if they're like famed for, for bringing, for, yeah. you know, for, for doing the mobile stuff. I mean, See, I, I mean, must I, be... I, imagine Destiny on like Switch. Like that's what after all. Yeah, I mean, that's fine, the dream, isn't it? I, I mean, it'll be... look worse, but I'll I'll take it. Oh, definitely. So that's Warframe. So that's right? I must be one of the only mm-hmm. people that I don't like this idea that much of like you know like games being on like multiple platforms on like everything because mm-hmm. of the way that it can potentially like compromise stuff. Like if you look at mm-hmm. like I mean the Switch stuff, obviously it gets like visually compromised, but then if you're looking at like. Mobile games. I mean, playing stuff like Destiny on a smartphone—that'd be awful. Yeah, you'd be like, saying that, but then, like, but then Fortnite on iOS is is raking it in, you know. And I, yeah. I, I, yeah, but it I, may I, be raking it in, but the experience is still not. Yeah, yeah, it's but not, yeah well, don't play on that. Yeah, play it on your raking home it in, but it's not something we'd want to play. Necessarily. Yeah, yeah. yeah what, I, I mean, I, I obviously mentioned this last time, loads on the pod, but I, you know, played. I, I basically use like my my commutes to play Fortnite on my phone and, and basically just do challenges rather than actually like engaging with trying to trying to get like a victory royale. Uh, yeah. But you know the idea of maybe doing some like farming, you know, as, you know, to collect like um, materials and stuff in Destiny on, on the phone, and then you you know maybe play on the Switch at lunchtime if you're doing something a bit more, okay, a couple of missions, and then you say like the raids and stuff and the big, bigger, more complex things for mm. when you get home, play on your PlayStation or Xbox. Well, that sounds amazing, and that's the sort of stuff that get me back into this. The fact I that I know, can I just... still like grind. I mean, grinding is like it is. I've got bad connotations, but I can still grind away, do little bits in the day or on the way to and from work, and then gets me excited to play it on the on TV at home. Yeah, I mean, if they announce our oh, Destiny's coming to mobile or Switch, I'll be like, okay, I now want to get back into Destiny. I think because mm. yeah, I don't know that that sort of thing means I'm much more likely to play it when rather than waiting to say ten o'clock at night uh, when yeah, the TV's that flexibility. Free. Means a lot, doesn't it? So it'd be fascinating if if they were to go that way, especially with NetEase's yeah. history of, yeah. of mobile. I'd be, I'd, I'd, I mean, the, I'd, I'd the, be like, okay, I'm there. But I just, I just like the idea of just like you know, you get this, you know, stuff that's been designed specifically for like specific hardware, you know, like so that it takes full advantage of that. You know, it's designed for that. It's just, I don't know. Like if you think well, back well, to a lot of Nintendo that, games that that anymore, out, are we? But they're designed for PCs, and then all the consoles or machines are yeah, upgraded or downgraded mean. accordingly. I mean. 
and that switch has got like a you know like a, an, an nvidia car i mean nvidia sort of graphics so a, a gpu like they're all just little pcs or big pcs and oh, no, so it's just it's just like the same nintendo just... games which are you know historically built for the platform and the hardware and this and the other you know the games are built and like, i think they need to be built in the, in, the, in the you know coming years in terms of efficiency and actually like um yeah, yeah and, and make an actual profit they need to be designed for as many platforms as possible I think that's just yeah, the way plus it has like to be. all the all the engine, you know, sort of Unreal Engine and Unity and stuff are all yeah, it's all like, cross-platform. They all export to I get that. Now. And and we um that appears to be working. Like you mentioned, Warframe and Fortnite, they they look pretty good yeah, and yeah, run Warframe just fine on the Switch. It's great on Switch. I mean, I, I, I yeah. think I said I said this when when I talked about the game briefly. Like playing this, the first thing I thought was Destiny could work on Switch. Get Destiny mm-hmm. on this machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got obviously got I can play it on PlayStation or Xbox, but. I get more switch game time on the Switch. I'm, you know, that's a common thing that a lot of people think and say. So, Banshee Apple yeah. on mobile as well. That'd be that'd be exciting. But yeah, I, I can't wait to see where where Destiny and where Bungie go from here, and what happens if if and when we see D3 in the next couple of years, and how it mm. looks, what it looks like, if it's cross platform, cross device. I mean, at the at the very least, I think it will free Destiny Two from Battle.net as well. I think we'll see it on Steam and you yeah, know, I'm not Gog sure about that. No, according to this, it's still going to be fully supported on Battle.net. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I suppose it, I suppose it would have to stay on Battle.net because obviously that's where most people have. Well, that's where everyone who plays on PC has got their account at the moment. But mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see if they can offer it to new players on other stores. You know, yeah. I mean, the way things are going, wouldn't I wouldn't that, be surprised if this yeah. is announced as an Epic Games Store thing mm. in i mean yeah. especially with like the extra i mean again bunch of going independent they're going to need the extra revenue rather than 70 30 on steam or or with a bat on it or whatever on you know going like 90 10 or Epic. maybe they launch their own thing right everyone that's what everyone seems to be doing at the moment you know their own their own launch or something maybe maybe yeah it's, it's big i mean d- does this does this make you more happy or confident about the future sean or does it it's not yeah, just you? excited really um I, like i say i it may make literally no difference like it may just be that things carry on in a certain way and we never will never know what was activision's decision and what was bungie's and what they clashed over and you know whatever happens with destiny 3 could have just could just be what was planned all along we'll never know but yeah it'd be interesting like over the next few months to see if like i don't think it will happen but yeah if they were just like right no more microtransactions cheers guys <laughs> And we can, you know, and see if we get like a clear idea of what we can blame Activision for. Yeah. Well, um, we do know that one of the things that Activision wasn't so pleased about was how quickly content was coming out. Because apparently, they yeah, were, that was in one of the earnings things. They were saying that it, that's it, right. It, it, went oh, it was too enough. slow. You mean? Yeah, it wasn't fast yeah. enough. Okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, even even in this piece about the Netties, uh, hundred million, they said that the partnership will grow Bungie into a global multi-franchise entertainment studio. Um, and they also said at a time that a big part of our focus is to self-publish in the future. So even even back then, which was June last year, they obviously were you know starting to think about doing that. They also said they mm-hmm. want they the, the partnership is to help them explore new directions. I mean, again, mm-hmm. does that just refer to leaving Activision or something else? But multi-franchise. Yeah. Um, that sounds like mobile games. I, I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just hate mobile games. I, just, <laughs> I mean, the, the main yeah, thing yeah, we got to that, take away from this is that Bungie are now technically an indie studio, so I'll be streaming Destiny Two every Tuesday at nine pm. <laughs> there we go. It's just a loop. We reset. We need it. It's an indie. It's a. Oh. Uh, right. What else we got? <laughs> okay. So the last piece is a really odd thing. Oh no! It's, it's, yeah. Go on. This <laughs> is the Randy Pitchford stuff, which is just really, really odd. I mean. Yeah. 
What do we do? Do you want to give you what? a summary of what's happened? Or let's yeah, let, let, let's try and explain <coughs> uh, delicately what this story actually is. Okay, so basically, Gearbox's former general counsel and Randy Pitchford are in a legal battle, mm-hmm. and this is all related to like alleged breach of contract and like managing assets and that kind of thing. And and they've been some like of the best mates for forty years, right? Yeah, they were. That's yeah, the, they were apparently yeah. very close, but. Yeah. The the thing is that's obviously caught people's attention is that some of the accusations from this former lawyer, well, the Gearbox's former lawyer, I don't know if he still is one himself, are kind of interesting and a bit odd. So he claims that Randy Pitchford made a side deal with 2K to secure a personal executive bonus of $12 like, million, like, dollars, mm-hmm. and that also he agreed to have like private bonuses counted as advances upon the royalties that were owed to Gearbox employees. Mm-hmm. So this would mean that employees wouldn't receive any of their royalties or profit shares until Randy's bonuses had been repaid. So that that's kind of not very good. And Pretty scummy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, we don't know if any of this is true. This is all just like the allegations that are going mm-hmm. on. So this all began when, because Gearbox sued, uh, like the uh, Canada is his name, for allegedly failing to repay money. So they said that he borrowed uh, money for a personal legal fees and a $300,000 cash loan for a house purchase. And they also claimed that he destroyed evidence like related to this. Brilliant. And also, and then this is also the weird stuff. Gearbox also say that he misled the studio by, like, he borrowed the like the company credit card and used it for tuition fees, gun club memberships, and trying to get six pack abs. That's, was that's the-, the weird part of that quote. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was uh. that. So, but in response, Calendar responded with his own suit, saying that the employment contracts have been violated by Gearbox, and he also said, and this is the stuff where it starts to get really weird, that. Pitchford had left a USB drive containing like sensitive material. So this sensitive material was like employee details, uh, development efforts, and corporate partners at a medieval times restaurant in Texas. Now, what is medieval times? Because I'd like to imagine that it's a restaurant that is styled in a medieval. I theme. can only assume it's is a right? themed restaurant. But if any American listeners are listening, please let us know. I mean, I guess I could Google <laughs> it. So it's so that, yeah, I think it is one of those like medieval sort of reenactment places that they have in America and I wish we had here because it's some really cool so they have people going around going off with his head and stuff like yeah, that basically, yeah all that shit and you eat like a big <laughs> fucking chicken on a stick and it's <laughs> yeah, and the waiter's like methinks I would you would like the chicken I don't know that, that's how I imagined it I'm hoping that's what it is. But anyway, he apparently he, he so this this former lawyer like alleged that this USB drive had been left at one of these places. But that then also what happened was that when this was given back by an employee of the of the store, he noted that there was a personal collection of what is described as underage pornography uh, on the drive. Well, now, I, I think it's like barely legal. It was yeah, so, yeah. So what get yeah where this gets even more interesting is. Pitchford corroborated this, didn't he? Yeah, sort on, of. So he he said that it, so he was on the Pifpod like a day after the suit was filed, and he said that this worker had returned the stick, and it was discovered that it was this cam girl stuff, right? And which was describes himself as a consumer of this content. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and so but then then he said that so the girl's handle was apparently only eighteen, and he claimed that um. He got he that he saved this video because she was and this is the quote not a sex worker but a fucking magician. 
Because this so, is he's he's played this up because he's got a, a strong interest in magic, hasn't he? He's, yeah. Like, he owns a, a theater where they do magic shows and is stuff. Is he part and, of the magic circle? I don't know. know. Probably not anymore. Not for long, I don't think. If this is, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, basically he talks about how so he's he's got this video of this this woman who is only 18 which he yeah. describes as barely legal which i mean the fact that you'd even feel the need to describe it that way is creepy as fuck even yeah, yeah. Anyway. um and basically uh the woman is pleasuring herself and ejaculates at one point and he thinks it's a magic trick yeah and i feel like maybe randy pitcher just hasn't heard of female ejaculation before i don't know i've not seen the video um but yeah it's just fucking weird all over. Um, really odd. And, yeah. and he said, I mean, yeah, so th- this is why he said that it was, that he'd saved it because it was a magic trick. And yeah, and he wanted to, he wanted to, just, it was purely, <laughs> just purely wanted to study research. it as a magic trick. Purely interest. research. Yeah, he was maybe trying yeah. to do it himself at home. I don't know. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Um, yeah, Jesus. There were, I mean, there were other allegations, which I won't go into, which are mm-hmm. also of a similar nature, which weren't very good. Yeah. And, but then Gearbox have responded and said that there's no basis in any facts like to any of the allegations at all. Mm. And they're, they're filing like a grievance with the State Bar of Texas. And, I mean, Randy Pritchford also responded on Twitter saying that none of, the, none of this was true. And then he said, As a father, I find crimes against children to be especially repugnant. It's very painful that a former friend and colleague would lie to try to associate me with such vile behaviour in his own greedy pursuit of money. And so now this is all going to court, but it's just crazy, really. Yeah. Bad. I mean, I, I don't it. have much to say on the story, but we couldn't have gone through this episode without mentioning. How, no, it's just bizarre. How crazy! It's just absolutely I mean, bizarre. I mean, like it wouldn't be it just yeah, him leaving a USB stick with company secrets at medieval times would have been weird enough as it was, without the the the, uh, the sort of the issue before with his uh, general counsel, and then mm-hmm. obviously the Camgov stuff on top. It's yeah, it's crazy. I mean, this isn't the first time he's been accused of dodgy dealings, isn't it? Because the whole alien colonial marines thing. Yeah, there was all that one there. Was weird, wasn't it? Basically, inst- I can't remember if it, if it went anywhere, but wasn't the accusation that basically they took a shitload of money to make it and then only spent a fraction of that money on the game and put the rest into Borderlands Two or something? Yeah, the, the rest yeah. of the money was supposed to yeah was gone on like Borderlands like stuff <clears> instead. <throat> oh man, so- I just looked up medieval times and it does look fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I think there's an episode of, fuck, what's it called? Oh, community. It's a podca- no. Uh, no, uh, it's a podcast called Weird Work. And there's, a, yeah, the one of the episodes is, it, basically, it's all interviews of people who just have unusual jobs. And one of them is, yeah, he's like a head knight at medieval times or something. Yeah, they're and doing they, jousting and everything. They this do. Looks, <laughs> yeah, this looks incredible. <laughs> Food looks average, but the... <laughs> I mean, look how many people are in that arena. You can't feed that many people with good food in any, yeah, in like in the space of one evening. It's physically impossible. So, but yeah, anyway, medieval times. But yeah, it's it's a it's a crazy story. I mean, God knows. I mean, what what else we'll see? I mean, a picture having tweeted over the weekend saying I can't say much more, but yeah, safe to say, you know, it's none of it's true. But I wonder when we will when we will hear more. This sounds right up a. This is a Jason Shire inside report. It's got it written all over, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait to see what he finds out. Yeah, right. That was the news. Let's do what we've been playing. Uh, Matt, do you want to go first? Yeah, I um, basically so I had all the Christmas. You know, we, we recorded what the Game of the Year pod on like seventeenth of December. Whenever we've had, you know, basically mm-hmm. almost a month, you know, off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've basically played about four or five hours of games. That's it. 
<laughs> over Christmas, I, I was like, I, and I had a list like, okay, I'm going to play this over Christmas. I downloaded loads of like Game Pass stuff. I'm not going to play, mm. you know, get through Ashen. I've got tons of stuff. And then I don't know, just like tiredness of you know family stuff all day and in tired in the evening also i got into this mm-hmm. new thing i'm not sure if you guys have heard of it called netflix right oh, so yeah. i uh, and i started watching like you know loads of films i have i've watched the over the year i haven't mm-hmm. and yeah i just i didn't play much i played uh a bit before the holidays and then a little bit in the last week but that's basically it whereas i imagine you guys were just well looking at your list you were just smashing games left right and center but <laughs> Um, so I played a little bit of Ashen I'm probably like an hour or two into it Ashen is the game Ashen just came out mm-hmm. on Xbox Game Pass um, right at the back of, like, basically like, I think like the 11th or 12th of December is like really late on uh, much too late for, for our game of the year list uh, although I did yeah. see some people talk about it in really high regards uh, Ashen is a basically it's, it's a, dark, a Dark Souls type game with uh, mechanics similar to Journey in that when you're playing the game, you, you have uh, a co-op partner uh, that's uh, controlled by the computer, but then at times that can also then be controlled by uh, someone else who's also playing the game. Uh, you okay. don't know who you don't know who, what a what a gamer tag is. You you can only communicate using some gestures of jumping and pointing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, in in like the area I've been, I think I've only like come in contact with one of with a real person once and you only know that um by just the way they 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 run around or jump uh, other than that there's oh, no right, indication. so it doesn't necessarily tell you no, no no it doesn't say like someone's joined it doesn't have <laughs> a light over the head the only way you can work it out is if that person seems to remove around or is mm-hmm. maybe pointing or jumping uh like in a way you think a, a human would um yeah. so but yeah, but essentially, it's it's very much a Dark Souls uh, style game. It's got a story about its birds and light and all that sort of stuff. Um, but I'm, I'm, only, I'm only a couple of hours into it. But uh, just having, having not played a Dark Souls type game since Dark Souls itself, uh, I, I I I just I, I enjoyed it straight away, pretty much. Um, you know, it's, it's got a thing where you've got, you've got to go up to an enemy and you can't just jump in. You've got to like, wait and maybe like roll around its attacks and you know, attack, attack from behind. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got a, a bunch of different enemy types where each one requires a different tactic to take them down. Uh, and I went to this first dungeon uh, right near where this campsite is that you start. Uh, and uh, I got to the boss and got killed within a second. I was like, this is just like Dark Souls. <laughs> just like Dark Souls of old. Uh, I, like, like I said, I'm only, like an, I mean, only a couple of hours into it. But um, I've heard loads of positive stuff. Um, people I talked to said they've really enjoyed it. And other people online have been uh, talking about it. But James, you said you read about it. It wasn't. But it wasn't very good. Was it the Edge review that slated it? Yeah, yeah. The Edge review wasn't terribly positive. I mean, it was just they just yeah, it was a six out of ten. They said it was just a bit sort of tedious, really. I mean, a couple of hours. It's hard to say exactly what to call it, is, but I, I'm, I'm enjoying what it is. I mean, yeah. Sorry, I had Sean. heard that it is like very, very Dark Souls. You know, everyone rolls oh, yeah. your eyes, rolls their eyes when you're like, oh, it's kind of like Dark Souls, but apparently it sticks very close. Oh to yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's exactly. Yeah. In fact, it's so much like Dark Souls in pretty much every single way. But then mm-hmm. there are like these um, camp, these like campfires nearby. I was like, okay, what's well, the Dark Souls? You can't sit at those ones. And instead mm-hmm. of like campfires. Uh, or yeah, bomb, yeah, campfires. Basically, this is like this is big rocks, so you can go there. And essentially, it does it works exactly how a campfire would do? It's campfire. Am I using the wrong yeah. word there? It's bonfire. Uh, bonfire. Right? Bonfire. It's bonfire. It works yeah. exactly how a bonfire works in Dark Souls, but it's basically a rock structure. So when I saw other, other bonfires, I'm like, oh, brilliant! And I was like, why can't I sit down on this thing? But um, yeah, I, I, really, I really like the art style. It's quite, it's quite washed out. Um, but I, I, I guess you can say it's like a sort of a pastel, pastel shades. 
um, the, the characters like they, they have they, they're all quite uh, low poly but in a stylized way but the characters don't have any faces it's just like just blank mm-hmm. um, which I think I mean it probably makes it easier obviously they don't have to animate all that sort of stuff uh, but <laughs> I, I, I really like the style I think it's really nice uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll get back to it. I mean, it's on Xbox, so uh, and it's on Game Pass. I don't know if it's on other platforms on Steam or whatever. I would assume it is, but uh, it's definitely on Xbox and on Game Pass. I think it's one of those ones I've been getting upset with Game Pass because I've got Game Pass, which you know I I got it purely to play Forza Horizon Four, so I'm not I'm not complaining. Like I knew what I was in for um, when I signed up, and obviously I can cancel at any point, but. Um, yeah, like so. There was this, and is it Mutant Year Zero came yeah, out last yeah, that's month? Yeah, one I've got downloaded, but yeah, everyone's it. saying it's wicked, and they're like, "Oh yeah, so it's on PC and Xbox." I'm like, "Oh my god, brilliant! I can play it on PC." No, it's not on the Windows 10 store. It's on Steam, isn't it? So it doesn't actually oh. count as a play anywhere title, um, which is yeah, bullshit. That's, I mean, obviously, they mentioned. Uh, I think Phil Spencer obviously said they're going to work on Game Pass for PC. Do you need to get that done? done yeah. soon because yeah. people like you like yeah, oh really brilliant is. it's on but actually it's not it's just frustrating isn't it and like which i wouldn't mind but like i can go on the windows 10 store and i can search for either of these games and they will show up and then it's like do you want to download it to your xbox I'm like no I'd like only show me games that i can actually download on this device you fucking shit <laughs> like, oh, that's ridiculous it's yeah. useless yeah yeah and there's no way to just view a list of like here are the game pass games you can play on your pc well you there's can't no filter it to show just pc only titles no Great. It's insane. Brilliant. Uh, I go. also played, and I'm, I'm, this is something I'm, I'm more good about. I only played. I played an hour of Ori in the Blind Forest. Have you oh, guys yeah. played this already? I've no. played a bit. It's, I, I've always been I curious. Should, mm. Yeah, I should go back because I'm very into my Metroidvanias these days. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, I I played a bunch of the last couple of years, and and I also really enjoyed them. But I'm only, I'm only an hour, or, or maybe even less than that in mm. really. Um, instantly, I mean, I think it looks gorgeous. Uh, it's, mm. it's got a really really beautiful art style. It really like tons of really really gorgeous bright colours. Uh, it's really really well animated. Um, mm. Music like straight away is incredibly powerful, and even the story yeah. in like the first. You know, it's so sad. Yeah, like straight away. <laughs> you, you sort of expect this stuff in many games, you know, like maybe after like a campaign or you've yeah. got to know some characters, but like pretty much in the like, first five minutes, you're like, oh fuck, I'm in the mood now. I, I, I'm, not, I'm, in, I'm, in a, I'm in the mood this game wants me to be in. I'm in this yeah. quite sombre mood. Um, but yeah, and, and only within the first hour, I've already got uh, or, or seen there's lots of different abilities for you to get as. Uh, as are we navigating mm-hmm. navigating this uh, navigating this this uh, this this landscape there's like there's five or six huge areas as i can see from the map and you're trying to um bring back uh, light uh, to the world and health to this tree i, I believe it is a story um yeah so a- already there's there's abilities there's skill trees there's different things you can pick up which allow you to uh, to to to, uh, to jump further to you know, to, to to sort of um there's also another like bonfire mechanic in this game actually where on the Xbox at least you can hold down B I believe if you've got a certain amount of this power and you can create a bonfire at any point and then if you die you go back there uh, and you can also it's got that like, really upgrade weird, your skill tree um, as well. 
It's got that weird restart point mechanic, hasn't it? Where you can place your own. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. So, 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 when you've got enough of this, the, uh, the, this certain thing you can collect, where you've got enough of this energy, you can hold down B and then you basically put it down a, what's essentially a bonfire from Dark Souls, wherever you want. Right, yeah. So, if you see a, a hard, a bit which looks potentially hard, like hard platforming, hard enemies, hold down B, you, you start as bomb, you have as bonfire, and that's where you come back to uh, once you've died. You can also use that to upgrade your skill tree uh, and to do some other things um hang on matt did you say can this be used at any point or is there a limit on how how much you can well, use no, it? so, so it, it can be used at, at any point as far as i'm aware the, the only limit is that you can't keep placing them if you haven't got enough of this this certain energy which you pick up as you kill enemies and stuff so providing you've got enough of that you can keep placing these anywhere at least I'm, i mean maybe that changes later on in the game but yeah. i think yeah i think you do have to start rationing it out later yeah. on yeah but yeah, but no. So I, I, but I've, I, I'm a big fan of Metroidvania. So I, I, this is the one I definitely do want to get back to. Uh, I played some more Beat Saber over Christmas. Uh, again, uh, like a, a couple of songs. Uh, James, I think you're going to talk about that uh, a little bit because you've probably played. I mean, my wife's played more of that than I have because yeah. I haven't had time to like really get into it. But yeah, I mean, I think it, it is fantastic. <laughs> it's it really really is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had a game that has felt like a rhythm action game that's felt as good as this like for a very very long time. Like to me, it feels better than like playing Guitar Hero or whatever. Not because of the songs. The songs I'm not that keen on the music or whatever, <laughs> but the feeling is fantastic. Just yeah. like especially like when you like rub the um like the the sabers together and it like you get that real feedback yeah. in your hands from like <laughs> yeah, the vibration. It, it vibrates, the controls. You, you can really you can really kind of like feel the weight from these two. Uh, from yeah. these two lights. So, uh, what, another thing I like doing there's also bits where these two, where a wall would come towards you, and that's when you have to like move physically, move in in your living room, whatever, left or right, to avoid the wall. Sometimes those two walls would come will go either side of you, and at that point, I can't resist basically putting my two lightsabers like, basically so they're they're basically hitting the walls and like sparks come off and you can feel yeah. the vibrations i don't know why if that's like a star wars thing or what but you you, you do i'll tell you what you do feel pretty cool you look ridiculous there's, definitely there's another cool. weird thing with that is also like i was i was playing it and you know like with the with the vr headset you have like the, the wires hanging down and like so i was you're aware i'm always aware of the fact that there's like these cables like coming down like you know down your side or whatever but because you feel like you're holding these lightsabers i kept on like moving like the saber so to like sort of avoid the cables and then I was just then I started I just thought I don't need to do that because they're not real and this, they're not <laughs> oh, wow. they're not long enough to actually touch the cables it's just <laughs> yeah it's absurd but it really makes you feel like you're holding them it's yeah, yeah it, it's really impressive yeah I, I mean I I, I I really like the music I mean it all feels pretty same I, mean, I, I don't think like, the library is massive um, I mean I haven't finished like campaign or anywhere near I mean like up to like 15 or 16 or maybe even not that far there's like and there's tons of different tons of levels of course but uh, it already feels like I've heard the same song multiple times I mean it hasn't done my head in I just wish I was maybe a little more but uh, I, 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 I like the music um, and yeah and it's, it's such a workout as well uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, my it's, wife absolutely loved it. I mean, she she's as I've said before, she's not into games at all. But she like she, I, I just say, go on, just have a, have a just have a quick go of this, and she did about four or five songs, like one after another, and didn't want to stop because she's just like this is really fun. And I was like, yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, and the other thing I'm playing, I'm not sure if you two have, but the Resident Evil Two demo. Yeah, I, I played this last night. But so I've heard this is the very good things. <laughs> this is the one shot Resident Evil Two demo, and by that. Uh, the demo is limited to 30 minutes. After 30 minutes, you can't play a demo anymore unless you download it on another account or another mm-hmm. console, of course. 
Um, so yeah, you, you've got a countdown, and after that, after after you've hit thirty minutes, uh, then you can complete a demo. I've seen speedruns where people have done it in like three minutes. So there's plenty of time. <laughs> three minutes it took me twenty three minutes. You know, to yeah, finish I mean, it. yeah. If you know what you're doing, you can bomb through in three. Uh, I didn't actually finish it when I uh, when I played. I got to a certain point, but it just ran out. Um, I loved Resident Evil One and Two back in the day. Uh, I didn't finish Resident Evil Two. Um, just got cool. saying I was saying better at climbing trees. I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> got life, mate. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm pretty, I was pretty cool. Twelve year old, mate. Um, but I, but I haven't. After you know, this was announced. I was just extremely excited, and the little things I saw, I just thought this this looks so amazingly good. And it wasn't really until the week before this demo, I actually I actually watched a video on it because I guess I thought, oh, it's it's Resident Evil Two, it's a remake, and I know what to, I know what it's about. Um, mm-hmm. But I watched like a video or trailer before before this demo came out. And I was like, actually, this does actually look quite scary or scary, and I certainly imagined it or remembered it at the time. Uh, and um, so I was like, but I, I, I'm gonna do it. I'm excited for it. And yeah, the demo really shit me up. I am such really? a wuss. I'm such a wuss. Yeah. Um, I it's, yeah. I mean, I it gen- and This is a really cheesy thing to say, but it did generally give me the chills. Um, I mean, I'm glad you said that because it means I will never play it. <laughs> no, no, but I, I, I bet, I bet you're braver than I am, uh, Sean. Like, I don't know, man. Also, I'm pretty bad. In the Last of Us. In the first Last of Us, there's a bit where you're in the hotel and you're maybe at the, I think you're at the bottom of a hotel and you're trying to like put give oh, yeah, bring in that, power yeah. to the generator and there's like an elevator like lift or whatever like th- that bit shit me up and it gave me that same horrible feeling on the inside I guess which I'm gonna describe as the chills where something's down there it's dark something's something's chasing you it's like a whole yeah it's, it's the being chased thing it's isn't a it, lingering yeah, I mean I hate, mm. it's a lingering sense of dread. Um, uh, and and this game, ju- just an initial bit where you go into the the police station, <clears throat> then you have to open this this uh, this like uh, metallic a barrier that, that's come down, and then you're basically in like this pitch black area where there's water, and it's oh, I, I, the the feeling I had in my chest was just horrendous. I mean, I, I got through it, and um I, and the demo is fantastic, but uh, yeah, it really I was I was absolutely messed up after. My my nerves were absolutely shredded. Uh, I I I got through that bit, and you know I I got chased by zombies, and I was not a fan of that. I was doing a lot of running wherever I could to get away from the zombies, even though I had a gun to shoot them. But and there's bits where I was just in like there's there's rooms and it's pitch black, and the the, the one actually the the one the, the, the bit actually bit I felt okay is when I heard a zombie make a noise because I knew there was a zombie there rather than just hearing like rain on the window or noises outside in the police station suddenly i'm like what what can you hear something and yeah but it it, it really got me um but uh i can't wait for the so you're gonna game. stream it yeah i i think it, it would be really good to stream i reckon because I, <laughs> I it it really shit me up. i mean afterwards i went downstairs to calm down and it felt like i had like a really mega strong coffee where you're sort of mm. shaking a beer you're, you're all over the place um but yeah I, I i it looks fantastic i mean some people have said that this has the same like hdr issue that red dead did i played it upstairs oh, really? my, like on, on my pc monitor so i didn't experience that but yeah demo is fantastic um, I can't wait for the full game. It really shit me up, and uh, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Well, what do you think, James? Did you, Matt? Did you play Resident Evil Seven? Did I what? Sorry. Did you play Resident Evil Seven? Uh, I well, I, I mentioned this podcast. I, I tried that one. What was called the one hour demo, and that took me four nights to get through. <coughs> so no, I didn't yeah. play the full game because <laughs> God no. Yeah, I mean this. I mean, I really enjoyed this, obviously, because it. It, I mean, it really feels like Resident Evil Seven in terms of like the way that the game plays is like obviously really similar. Um, 
I did find. Did you? Didn't you find like shooting zombies, like especially in the head? I shot them so many times in the head before they died. Yeah, yeah. Which so was a bit it, of a what, shot. what I found, I would basically do like, three headshots, and then they'll go down, and then they'll get up, and you need like another two. Um, hmm. I, there is actually a way in the demo to get a shotgun, and that's obviously a one shot to the head. But yeah, so okay. even when you think, okay, I've shot them, they're down, brilliant. You maybe walk on a bit, and you can hear like a, like, for fuck's sake. Um, yeah, but it didn't. I mean, I didn't find it scary in terms in like Resident Evil Seven scary because that I found. I mean, that I started playing in VR, and then eventually I had to stop because I just couldn't do it yeah. anymore because it was just it was too intense. I mean, I told you that feeling where they're like, you know, you got this girl going for you with like a chainsaw and I felt like it was going into my chest yeah. like when it happened that it was horrible. I was like okay I can't do this I'm just going to play it normally but even playing it just on the screen I found Resident Evil 7 it was the first Resident Evil game I found and actually made me feel scared this one not so much I don't I don't find I, it's probably because the environment I don't find quite as scary as the one that was in in 7 like no. 7's the cliched like dark cabins and all that kind of thing yeah. but it is it is scary, but it was. This is still really good, though. I mean, I, I'm interested in this now. Whereas, I mean, I've I've played pretty much all of the Resident Evil games apart from six. Is the only one I haven't played, and I've always liked them apart from five, which turned into a QTE nightmare. Did you like Co Veronica? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, love yeah. Co Veronica was great. Yeah, and the major yeah, difference is they've done with this is unlike it's not fixed camera angles like the original one, but it's yeah. more over the shoulder. Uh, and 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 when you're holding a weapon and like holding and. Uh, yeah, and 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 firing there with the, with the crosshairs, it, it seems to go even closer. So, gives you even more sense of claustrophobia. Um, yeah, you, you can shoot while moving, but it's best to stop because you get because the reticle um, uh, 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 zooms down so it's smaller, so you have better accuracy, I believe. So you can mm-hmm. you can shoot on the move, but really you wanna you wanna be stopping uh, and then firing. Uh, but obviously that's gonna lead to tons of situations where you're stopping to shoot. Um, obviously, Resident Evil Two is the game. About being perpetually chased by Mr. Is it Mr. X? Right? Is that the? Yes, the well, it's it's similar to it's one of those creatures isn't it, that's similar to the um the one that's in in Nemesis, like in three. Yeah. I've forgotten the name. It's one of the yeah, I've, I've forgotten the name. I think it's Mr. X. Anyway, I mean, so and as a man who famously does not like to be chased, I'm not too looking forward to that. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I I to say I can't wait is probably weird because I'm also, I'm just. Yeah, I know I'm going to be like really scared, but also I, I can't wait to play this game because um, it looks fantastic. I, I, are you not, you're not interested, Sean? You're not going to, be able to deal with it? Uh, I'm, I'm too scared. My history Resident Evil is nope up until Resident Evil 4, which is one of the best games ever made. Yeah. 5, I enjoyed for what it was, but you know the co-op stuff didn't really work and I just say the QTs were shite and stuff. And then Herd 6 was shit, 7 sounds terrifying. So that, uh, that yeah, that was that was it for me with Resident yeah, Evil. So, I think it's weird because I was looking, I was thinking back to like playing the original Resident Evil Two because mm-hmm. I played that the first time I played. Okay, I played it on PlayStation, obviously, but I also played it on the N sixty four because I had like that. I had that version which like slightly upresed and looked a bit better. Wow. But mm-hmm. yeah, but the the only thing with it though is like I look back and think of that, and I think I was never scared by those games when I played them on those machines. Really? Whereas now, like you go through that police station. In how good it looks now, it is. It does become like genuinely scary. It's the sound I mean, as well. Mm-hmm. Like I went upstairs yeah. to try and like see if I can do anything with, with the medallions, and here like banging. I'm like, is there like a zombie here? No, it's just like maybe like leave a branch tapping on the window or whatever, or like something making a sound in another room. Like I, I had like surround sound headphones on, and I was in my room playing it, but 
so maybe it's that I don't know but I was like oh god this is too much even now I'm thinking about it, my heart rate is like right, uh, you know, well, <laughs> rising it's also somewhat. because it's also because of the way the zombies move because they move at quite a variable speed as well mm. which can which also causes fear because I mean I, I went into one of the rooms and like, I could hear moaning going on and I was like well there's nothing in here looked around a bit turned around and there's one coming behind me and it's like I don't know how they got there yeah. because I didn't see them in, and that scared me a bit. Like I was, that was, you know, sort of, you know, it was a bit of a yeah, shock. And, but... and, and even in this, there's a bit where you go down like a, a you know, a part of the this like series of corridors. There's no lights on. You've got to hold your torch. You're in water, so you're moving slowly. Oh, just it's the stuff of nightmares. And I, I'm a wuss with horror stuff anyway. So, but I haven't said that. <laughs> Amazing, and I'm going to keep. I'm going to hopefully get the game, and it'll be it will be fine to do a stream for sure. Uh, but that's I'm curious because. I loved Seven. Seven was really good. It was mm-hmm. yeah, it was a re- really like return to form for me for the, the series, and yeah, so I'm curious about this. Yeah, uh, but cool. that's it. I, I basically barely played anything over Christmas, but you two have gone crazy. So which one are you yeah, going to start first? A little bit. I'll uh, shall I do mine? Go on. Um, so I'm not going to bang on about it, but I played too much of it to not mention it. Been on Destiny Two pretty much throughout christmas um helped by the fact that, as i mentioned some of my mates are, are back on it now so it's actually a thing like usually sort of tuesday evening we'll do the weekly reset not anymore of course because i'm going to be on twitch instead yep. 9 p.m see you there um, <laughs> but um yeah so that's been proper good fun really enjoying it the you know i mentioned uh like last year the new um content came out and it was <laughs> basically you had to continue grinding some of the existing stuff before you could even access the new stuff yeah yeah um so i'm i'm I bought it over Christmas and yeah, that was absolutely correct. I was, so I was like sort of level, so I'd reached like level 600 and the first activity in the new DLC is 610. And I was like, do you know what? I'm probably wing it. Like, I reckon I'll be fine. But then tried to do the first activity and lo and behold, I was just in a fire team uh, with other people who were chanting it around sort of, sort of high sort of, you know, 590-ish, 600-ish, um, all sort of hoping that it would work out. And it just it's just too hard. You have to do this activity where... Um, so there's there's all these, like, forges um, that have been put in the world and you have to light them by doing, like, a really tough, like, challenge. Um, and, yeah, it's fucking, yeah, way too hard. Um, did you see what Bungie did with the final I was going to say, because this wasn't in the news, yeah. but I won't talk to you about this puzzle that everything's yeah, been wrong. So, so obviously I'm I'm late to this, but the the first when these forges first appear, they they there's like an order to them, um, and I don't know if they all did, but certainly some of them there was like a puzzle that had to be solved before the forge, like before you could do the activity to actually light the forge. And the last one, it was like it was over 24 hours after it had been unlocked, and people so it had been like you know people could access it, and people were still trying to figure this puzzle out. And so Bungie just sort of went, ah, okay, we've just unlocked it. It's too hard. <laughs> Which is kind of shit because <laughs> it completely pisses on, you know, the community who had like for those 24 hours were sort of really enjoying it. But like basically, I think too many people were just going absolutely ape shit about it and saying it was ridiculous that they still weren't able to access it. So they just unlocked it. Yeah, because when so I heard was about weird. it, I was like, oh, that, that's really cool. But now I was seeing like people post a stuff from Reddit where people looking like, like constellation, like real world constellations to yeah. work out puzzles and other like ancient things and then people work people had this like yeah crazy complicated stuff and then obviously mm-hmm. a lot of like the, the big like destiny pro like streamers and youtubers they were they were apparently like streaming for like 15 or 17 hours straight to try and get <laughs> these puzzles done and then yeah. uh but yeah from an outside point of view i'm like oh that's really cool because yeah it's like a mystery and people yeah. are trying to work it out and then um, clear and but other people think we're kicking off because 
this is something that people paid for, but because yeah, they, which the community is, hadn't unlocked it, they can't get the content they paid for. Yeah, which is which is not unfair. You know, that's <laughs> um, I see where they were coming from, but yeah, I mean, I guess the, ultimately the fault is with Bungie for making it so impossibly difficult in the first place that now everyone's up. Well, yeah, I guess the people who just had it unlocked for them are happy, but then all the people who were invested be really disappointed because they'd put in a ton of work only for the thing to be unlocked anyway well in the last so, like a uh, day or so some some people have actually finally for 12 solved the puzzle oh have they yeah okay. um so, I, I don't yeah, know so what the solution eventually. is I, I didn't i don't know what it was i was in the lead now but i've seen some stories today mm-hmm. but someone's like they've actually put they've actually solved it um yeah and like the moment was captured on 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 twitch and stuff and everyone seemed really surprised and yeah and unfounded <laughs> but uh, yeah um so yeah been playing a shitload of that enjoying it um but I'm not, like I say, I've bought the season pass for year two, but I'm not, sorry, year, whatever, one, three. Um, no, year two. Yeah, because Forsaken came out and then was, yeah, we're sort of halfway through year two now. Um, yeah, but I'm not worrying too much about doing the new Forge stuff. Um, uh, what else have I played? Also played uh, Greece or Gris or Greece. Yeah, it's pronounced Greece. Yeah, it's, it's, Greece, it's, yeah, it's, Greece, it's, yeah. it's um, Spanish, isn't it? For grey. Call it grey. Yeah. Um, James, you've played this as well, haven't you? I have, yeah, I've played it. Um, I've been getting very wound up with the things people are saying about this game. It's reviewed really well, um, but I've seen people moaning about it. James, where where are you on it, roughly? Well, um... <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> no, no, it's... Okay, first of all, I did enjoy playing it. Yeah. I thought it was good. I mean, obviously, it looks absolutely amazing yeah. you, you know you can't sort of stress that enough it's mm-hmm. it's one of the best looking games from like last year i well, think what sort of game is it is it a puzzle game or it's a 2d platformer and yeah there are puzzles um the thing that people seem to be annoyed about is that it's not particularly difficult mm-hmm. um but i mean for me that it, that was completely by design and i didn't really mind um, yeah like I, I think, My, sort of coming at it from having played games like Bound, for example, which you know tries to do similar things. It's a story that is an allegory for, um, you know, it's about a woman who grew up with an abusive dad who left, basically, um, and that's really cool and interesting, and it's got a beautiful art style and stuff. But it's a pain in the ass to play. Like it's it's actively like irritating, and some bits of it are really hard, and you die a lot, and it's just like it completely throws you off from what the game is trying to tell you. So something like Greece to me is a breath of fresh air and that it's just like, yeah, do you know what? It's not too difficult. Like it's enough to keep you entertained. It's not boring by any means. Um, but it's, it's there to tell the story and to sort of take you through this like absolutely stunning world that they've created. Yeah. So I was totally all right with it. See that that's the thing, like gameplay wise, like how the game played and the visuals and all that kind of thing, mm-hmm. I was blown away by the music as well. Like the yeah. you know, the sound design was fantastic as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you start to like add colours to the world. That was really yeah. good. Yeah. I just didn't I didn't find the story it was trying to tell particularly well well done, mm-hmm. if you see what I mean. That that was my main issue with it, was yeah. it just felt really like considering how many games there are with similar themes. Yeah. Uh, it just felt a little cliche to me that like the mm-hmm. way that it was sort of presented, but like you said, the the actual gameplay was was very good. Like I, yeah. I mean, it, it's not very long. It was only about how long? About four or five hours? Yeah, maybe? something like that. Yeah, and it's it yeah, and it feels like about the sort of perfect kind of length. The puzzles mm-hmm. felt about right as well. I mm-hmm. did find in the beginning, I wasn't sure how linear the game was. 
and whether yeah. I was like missing things and stuff like that by going in the wrong direction and things like that. But uh, what about? I mean, what did you think of that, Sean? Um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, certainly, there are times when I sort of it felt like there were sort of multiple paths to go on, and I followed one, and the game just carried on. Which, again, looking at interviews with the devs. That's what they wanted. They didn't want you to have to worry about where you're going. But obviously, that fucking gamer sense kicks in. You're like, well, hang on, have I fucking what have I missed? Like, yeah, have, <laughs> should yeah. I have gone the other ways first and then and then come this way instead? And yeah, which is so I don't know if well, that's the game's fault. Well, no, because that wouldn't be a problem if they didn't have all things like collectibles and challenges and stuff. True, yeah, you can then, see those icons on the walls, can't you? That show yeah, that you've, which then yeah. makes you feel, am I missing stuff? Yeah, because yeah, it's not the, clear what you would get for getting for collecting everything. Yeah, like because if it's just like an achievement, I'm not bothered. But if it's like if it adds something story wise, I'd be really keen. But no, but I mean, I'd say it was very good, but I wouldn't say it was like revelatory or anything. You know, it was mm. just it was a very enjoyable experience. Yeah. Well, maybe that's even the wrong kind of word to really to describe it, considering what it was trying to deal with. It's just, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. It's uh, it wasn't quite what I was expecting it to be. To be honest. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. I just, yeah, I was concerned, you know, like looking at the trailers, it was like, yeah, it looks stunning. Um, but, if I, you know, I was, yeah, part of me was like, is it going to be another bound or whatever? Um, so, yeah, to just sort of find it really sort of fluid and, and, and enjoyable, I was, yeah, I was really pleased. Um, and yeah, as you say, just the the art style and the music. And so I, I did get a lot from the story i like the ending like i was i was in fucking pieces by the end of it mm-hmm. um i was like properly blown away so yeah i i would recommend it a lot um it's like 14 quid on the switch i think yeah um, it's, it's definitely that, I, I mean obviously most people are probably going to play it on switch um definitely headphones or tv if you can um i think just playing it handheld just through the switch speakers would kill it because the soundtrack mm-hmm. is a, a major part of it but um right what else starlink battle for oh, battle yeah, for the game that had the massive price reduction <laughs> yeah so i <laughs> so we 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 went out on boxing day um uh, the in-laws decided we were going to nando's for, Classic, for cheeky Nando's for the in-laws. Yeah, cheeky Nando's <laughs> on Boxing Day, why not? But you were not like, being natural. Yeah, they were like, oh, we, 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 we didn't think we'd get a table. There's no one else in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Boxing Day and it's Exclusive Nando's. Exclusive anyway, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then afterwards, uh, we were like, oh, we'll have a quick look at the sales. And I was like, hey, I've still got like, I had like 13 quid of game credit on a, on a card. I was Ooh, like, oh, fuck it, let's, let's go. Yeah, no feeling flush uh, so, so right, let's just go in game I thought well, if I don't see anything I'll just like get some PSN credit or something um, and then yeah fucking pile of Starlinks for 20 quid <laughs> which because what did it originally come out it's like 60 quid wasn't it I think it? it's 70 it like, no I thought it was, it was like 70, 70 or 80 I thought yeah, it was 79 99 or something yeah, um, wasn't cheap yeah so, well it is now um, it's fine it's <laughs> Like, in, you would not believe how much entertainment I got out of the fact that, like, before you even start the game, it's like, right, here's how you click your, your ship on and stuff, and here's how you modify it and everything. So, obviously, I got the Switch version because it comes with the R-Wing, and I'm an idiot because um, everyone said it runs, like, a lot worse on the Switch than it does on the other uh, versions. But um, I wanted the Star Fox stuff, so fuck it. Um, so, you can, like, so that ship, you can take the wings off, you can change the weapons... 
Um, you can put the wings on upside down or backwards, and the game knows, which I thought was really impressive. Like it reflects it on on the screen, and it like um, like if you you can just have your guns pointing backwards if you wanted to for any particular reason. Um, and I love I just love the fact that that is an option, even though it serves no purpose whatsoever. Um, and like I guess if you had one of the like just the normal Starlink ships, you might be tempted to sort of mess around with the wing configuration stuff. But obviously, because it's an R wing, I don't really want to change it. Um, like the the quality of the the plastic toy is pretty good, I guess. Like I'm not totally embarrassed just having it on a shelf. Um, the game uh, itself. Uh, uh, when we played a, oh, AGX, it felt like yeah. that thing was getting in the way of my my thumbs. I guess you've got used to it, and it's not that bad. Uh, yeah, it hasn't really bothered me. Although, to be honest, like I've played it just handheld on the Switch quite a bit now because once you've, you know, once it knows what what bits of toy you own, they're just in the game then, and you can just switch between them in menus and stuff, which is arguably okay. a little bit easier anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, so the whole toys to life thing, fine. Um, I feel like they probably could have made the game without though. <laughs> well, the fact the fact that you can buy it digitally, um, you know, says it all really. Um. In terms of the game itself, so I've played maybe sort of four or five hours. I'm not not enjoying it. I think what I'm really surprised by is how little time you actually spend flying. Because you know you, you switch between flying and then that sort of ground mode. Yeah, where the, you sort of like, hover a, like a tank, is that it? Yeah, like a yeah. little hover tank, yeah. Um, like that is like 95% of the game as far as I can oh. tell. Um, so yeah, so it's like, oh, so it's kind of like a sort of third-person shooter hover tank game. It's not really not really about flying around in space at all like whenever you're on a planet it just makes more sense practically to be in that mode um so a bit disappointed with that more than anything it's not it's not shit by any means it's just not actually a game about flying a spaceship you say it's worth Um, 20 quid i mean yeah i mean after that you know after the gift card or uh you know it's cost me seven pounds fine (laughs) um the star fox stuff is so weird though like it's like so the game's got a story it's awful um like there's like this there's this one character on the ship who he's like he's like the young one and he's like so you're in like you know he's supposedly like this qualified fighter pilot and he's like got his phone out he's like i'm gonna get so many followers when i post this online and stuff oh no tell me really awful (laughs) no Um, really (laughs) yeah like luckily he's not the main character oh wow yeah so (laughs) so yeah the story's not good i um but the like the Star Fox stuff, it's like they've put so much effort into how they've included it. Like if they'd literally just gone like it's the story, you know, it's the game story, but oh PS, you're in an R Wing and you are Fox McCloud, like you know, whatever. And if there was just no explanation for it whatsoever, I would not have batted an eyelid personally. But it's like that, yeah, they've gone to these really extreme lengths. There's like extra cutscenes and like different cutscenes. Like Fox has got all this dialogue that he goes through when, you know, like you're getting like mission updates and stuff. Um and it's like, God, they've put in all this effort to include the Star Fox crew in like this bad story. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, you just should have just not bothered. It's <laughs> be fine without So um, is is the Starlink stuff now like Star Fox canon? Is, well, is I don't, the yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> so it's part of the Donkey Kong Country extended, sorry, Donkey Kong extended universe. Um, yeah, bizarre. Have you, have um, you done more research into this? Are there like loads of other packs you can buy, or, or what? yeah, because think yeah, there's all different ships you can buy and different pilots. So the different pilots like go, you know, the pilot goes in the ship, um, 
and they all have like different special abilities and stuff and then yeah so you can mix and match bits from all the different ships as well like the um different wings and stuff have different stats um and then like enemies have they all have like elemental weaknesses and stuff i haven't like run into a situation that i haven't been able to deal with just with what i've got um one thing that is quite cool is with the r-wing you can take um if you take the the extra weapons off like it does just shoot the lasers from from star fox that the r-wing normally has which is nice um but yeah but i've you know i've not had any situations where i'm like oh shit it's this type of enemy i should take this gun off and use this instead that just hasn't happened Hmm. um whether i need to buy more stuff for that to become interesting i don't know i mean you know if the game itself was 20 quid i assume you can get the ships for about a fiver i might actually be tempted um, (laughs) oh no just to to see starlink addiction i know yeah yeah um just as a bit of research but um yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's just all right. And it obviously, if you're going to make people put plastic toys in the living room, it's got to be more than that, hasn't it? That's why it's not, <laughs> yeah, especially not, in not really shifted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? Astrobot. Oh, yeah. I've heard um, of that. So I've only, yeah. <laughs> so I've only done um, sort of just, I'm just past the first world on it. Oh, um, I can't believe you haven't put more time into it. I know, I know. I really need to. I've been, I've been it's a bit weird. So I got PSVR for Christmas. Um and I've sort of been stalling on it just because I haven't got any move controllers yet. And I told myself, right, when I get paid in January, that's that's happening. Can't fucking buy them anywhere. Yeah, they're nowhere, are they? Yeah, they're it's fucking... I assumed they would, you know, knowing that Christmas was coming, they would uh, pick up a little bit. But no, it's, it's just really hard to find. Well, um, yeah, so I've kind of... So I've spent some time on PSVR, but, you know, been a bit like, yeah, but when I get the move controllers, I'll really get into it. Um, but North yeah. The Astrobot uh, doesn't yeah. require them. Yeah, yeah, I really should you just spend really more time. You don't really need them, Sean. Like, not in a massive way. Do you reckon? It yeah, everything. Like, like, I've been looking I mean, at the, I've been looking at the sale on PSN. It's like everything I fancy needs them. Basically, um, we need to do uh, Star Trek Bridge Commander. Yeah, stream, we've got to do by that. Way. Yeah, yeah, that or just Sports Bar VR. I mean, yeah, but then the games yeah. I love, like Super Hot. That's you know, he yeah. needs moves, uh, Beat mm-hmm. Sabers moves. There's, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I think, and things, even the things on PlayStation Worlds demo. Where you're playing sort of London Heist, and there's loads of games mm-hmm. that require. require. Yeah, that stuff. It no, they don't require them though. You can still do them yeah, with a DualShock. They're I, not I, as I, good. Yeah, I was going to say my experience but... is so much worse. Like playing, yeah, it's not that bad. Come <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I personally think moves are essential. I think. I think you're yeah. getting. I disagree. Better, yeah, I, think I think you're getting losing a lot if you had a PSVR without the move controllers. Obviously, depending you on what games. Rubbish. You can still play tons of really good games. <laughs> well, so if you want to play just like with the DualShock, Super Hot. What you just play with like two DualShock. Super. Okay, Super Hot is probably maybe the one exception. I can't well, think I, of hardly any other games I've played on PSVR. Okay, Beat Saber. Okay, so <laughs> that's two. That's probably loads. Okay, name name some more. Um, I haven't played it, but uh, it's uh, Oblivion. No, not Oblivion. Uh, you could play it with the Dual Shock. Oh, Skyrim. Skyrim, yeah, Skyrim VR, yeah. You could play it with the Dual Shock. Sure, okay. you can, but anyway, regardless, anyway, you? you haven't played Astrobot, uh, yeah. Sean, even though so it's Astrobot. just a Dual Shock game. Uh, yeah, Astrobot is just a Dual Shock game, and I should spend more time on it because it is fucking stunning. Like, literally within the first ten minutes, I was like, yeah, it's this game of the year, fine. Like, I, you know, probably wouldn't have been my pick for game of the year, but. I have no problems with it being our pick for game of the year. Um, like you literally just the first fucking bit um, when you first load in, you know, load up the first level and like, you're just like running around and every time you sort of runs near you, gives the little wave and stuff and just, Oh fuck, this is brilliant. Um, yeah. And it's like, yeah, well, what do you think of the music and how it looks? And yeah. Stuff? The music's great. Um, it's just, 
like the number of new ideas in it is just absolutely relentless. Like when you start like the second world and you're sort of thinking like, well, they've probably just put all the interesting stuff at the start and now it's just going to sort of, you know, plod on. And they're fucking like, it's like the devs are laughing at you. Like it's yeah, <laughs> like the amount of ideas in it is just unbelievable. And, and you know, it's one of those where you don't want to spoil it. It's like, it's mechanically spoilable. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Because there's just so much fun. And you're on yeah, world too. Like every single, every, and it ramps yeah. up, it gets bigger and better and like more mm-hmm. crazy things. Oh, I, I hope you do put some more time into it and get it done. Cause yeah, no, I will do. It only gets it's, better. Um, yeah. It's absolutely absurd how good it is. Um, uh, what else? Dead Cells. Oh yeah, the, the listener's choice. Listener's choice. Do you know? I'm not. I'm not wild about it, and I don't think it's the game's fault. I think it's just me. Um, I think it's just the fact that you can just die on a run, and it doesn't help. Like you know, uh, often with sort of roguelikes like this, you yeah. So you, you know, you'll have a run, and and then even if you die, you get some currency that then sort of goes towards helping in future making things a little bit easier and giving you a bit of a, a leg up the next time and that is the case with dead cells but i just feel like i'm like every time i die i'm just like fuck i've just lost so much like it's after every level you sort of bank the the cells that you've collected and they allow you to unlock more stuff but like but i've got to the point where i can basically speed run the first level and collect very little and then bank very little and then the next one I'm collecting loads and then dying and then losing like 20 odd cells and just being like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, and I know people re- like people really like having that, you know, that sort of Metroidvania game, but they can just dip in and out and just like, right, I'll do a 20 minute session on that. But I, I don't know. I just, I feel like yeah. I'm having sessions on it with, that were literally a waste of time, basically. This is the big problem I felt with it as well because yeah. I just felt like I was never really making any progress. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was making, obviously, I was making progress, but like not not in the way that I did in stuff like Hollow Knight, where yeah, I like never felt so, like it was a waste of time. It's so incremental. Like, yeah. like how long it takes to unlock stuff and just, yeah. So, like I say, not necessarily the game's fault. Um, maybe just not for me. I think, I need, like, for, you know, especially from Metroidvanias, I need something that, I, you know, even if I do only spend 20 minutes on it, I made a little bit of progress and I'm chipping away at it. Whereas with this, it felt, you know, like I say, it felt like there were sessions that I just needn't have bothered, um, which is a shame. Um, like, it looks amazing and controls beautifully, though. Like, when you start getting into using the dodge roll quite a lot and you are just, like, zooming around, dodging everything and destroying everyone, it's, it's proper good. Um, yeah, it's definitely yeah. still on my list, but that mm-hmm. that, that does seem quite relent, look quite, uh, quite hard, and yeah, it does yeah, seem very satisfying. I mean, but yeah, I mean, people love it. Like it's like, I, and I'm not arguing with anyone who does. Um, just yeah, not for me. I think. Uh, what else? So a couple left. Uh, Katamari Damacy re-roll the Switch re-release this. of Katamari Damacy. So it's an interesting one, right? Because for those who don't know, so this was the first. Katamari game and it never came out in Europe. I think it obviously came out in Japan. Pretty sure it came out in America. We never got it. We only got the sequel. Uh, we love Katamari, which I played and loved. Um, but for years, I'd always been aware that people were like, "Oh no, we love Katamari." It's like a sort of shitty, well, not shitty, but like a, a retread of the same thing. It's kind of you know just a slight iteration on it. Like the original is still the the best. It's fucking not. Like it's like <laughs> it's just having only played We Love Katamari, it was like playing that again, but with loads of stuff I really liked missing. Um, 
like I just felt like the soundtrack wasn't good, wasn't as good. Um, you know, the sort of ideas for the levels were all pretty samey. Whereas we love Katamari had one where like you're in the sky rolling up clouds, and then one where you were building a snowman, and and you know this, that, and the other. It was like all these sort of really interesting ideas. Whereas this one was pretty much yeah, it's just like oh, just roll stuff up and get to a certain size, and then you're done. There's a couple of, of other ideas in it, but they're just not. I don't know not like that meaningfully different like every level pretty much felt like the same thing um i, see, I, 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 I never knew that well, we got but... the sequel over here i thought we had the original yeah no we, yeah we only got we love katamari which was <laughs> released here by ea of all people <laughs> um <laughs> um yeah so it's i don't know like if you've never played a katamari game before this is absolutely worth having because it's just such a weird idea and the whole like the general tone of it is just so bizarre. Um, like it's worth seeing, and I don't think we're getting a remake of like the second one or any of the others. Um, they did after the second one. The creator Keita Takahashi did leave, um, so the the ones after the second one are definitely missing um, something of his sense of humor. Um, so like it's not shit by any means. I think. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm just surprised that it turns out that, yeah, all those people like, oh, no, you need to play the original. It's loads better. But maybe just like bad nerds who were just like, oh, I imported <laughs> the it. Worst and that's, nerds. that's why I'm better than you. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's just one of those. Whichever you play first is, is fresh to you and hilarious. And But, yeah, I think having gone for the second one first, the first one doesn't seem quite as great in comparison. Um, last one, Earth Defense Force 5. I oh, yeah. really like the Earth Defense Force games. If you're not familiar with them, they're sort of like Japanese B-movie style games where you are um, controlling a soldier. There's like four different classes you can play as. Um, but basically the world is being invaded by aliens who use giant ants and spiders and spaceships and robots and things that shoot lasers. And yeah, it is a lot of fun. Um, they're always technically a little bit compromised, should we say um frame rate issues screen tearing stuff like that um but it like the, the situations it puts you in are just so ridiculous that you kind of don't mind when there's like literally hundreds of giant ants bearing down on you it's like yeah all right frame rate's a bit choppy whatever um this one like it's really weird because so we've got earth defense force 5 and then in a, i think in a few months there's another earth defense force game coming out called what? earth defense force iron rain <laughs> Which is, they've done this before where they, so Sandlot are the developers who make like the mainline Earth Defense Force games. And then it was, God, it must have been about six, seven years ago, they got a, a Western dev to do one called Insect Armageddon. And it was basically the same thing, but just a bit more Westerner friendly. Um, and apparently that's what they're doing with this Iron Rain one, but it's being made by Ukes who do all the wrestling games, which is odd. Okay. <laughs> so. It's, yeah, it's like, it's really good. Earth Defense Force 5 is really good. Um, and they've made some really nice quality of life changes. Um, so like previous entries in the series, as you're blasting away at all the enemies, they will sometimes drop items. So they'll be like health, but then they'll also be armor and weapons. You pick up armor, it increases your, like permanently increases your maximum health. And if you pick up weapons, um, yeah, you, you unlock new weapons. Two problems with that. You would only unlock things for the class you are currently playing as. So if you got halfway through the game and you figured you wanted to change it up and play as a different class, you'd be fucked. You'd have to go back like oh, through wow. missions. and Yeah, because you just wouldn't be powerful enough. Um, so that was kind of shit. Um, and also, uh, if you picked up duplicate weapons, um, 
Like, you just wouldn't get anything. It's like, yo, you've already got this weapon, so forget it. In Earth Defense Force 5, you the armor pickups count towards all classes, and also sometimes the weapons you pick up will count for classes that you're not currently playing as. And if you pick up duplicate weapons, they upgrade the weapons that you currently have. So that's all really good. Um, the way the game starts is a bit weird. One thing that's always been really funny about EDF is it's literally like mission one, um, like you're on, you know, you're in a city with a machine gun and a rocket launcher, and there are giant ants, and it's like right off you go. Like it's just so instant, and it just doesn't give a shit about the story. They've sort of tried to put a story in this one. It's like oh, like they, you know, they they sort of made this whole fuss about like oh in this one you're not actually a soldier to begin with you're just a civilian and like everything kicks off oh it's, it's an origin story <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like but it doesn't really work because you're not just a civilian you're someone you're a civilian who works at an edf base and like so you <laughs> and you sort of like a security guard or whatever so you've already basically like got a gun and stuff um and then everything kicks off, and then basically like six or seven missions in, you get a slightly different uniform. Like that's basically all that happens. Like <laughs> when they sort of said, change. "Oh, you know, you start off as a villain." I was like, "Oh fuck!" So that, does that mean there's like a mission where, like the first mission, you just like a you know salary man in a suit, and you're like running away from the ants and stuff. And but there's no, there's none of that. It's just basically, yeah, I don't know, weird. Um, but so yeah, it, overall, it, it, like sorry, in terms of that, once getting westernized, do you think is that mm. could that be like a Monster Hunter World situation where? People were like, well, I don't want my EDF westernized and made more simple, whatever, but actually... But actually, it might just be better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's possible. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, how that turns out. Has, I mean, yeah, um, Iron Rain is apparently going to be more story-heavy as well. Okay. Um, but, I mean, have a look at the trailers and see what you, <laughs> see yeah. what you make I, of that. I, have the rest <laughs> of your crew bought uh, and played this new EDF? Or they what? haven't, partly because it's like 40 quid or something. Oh, that's um, a shame. And like, and to be fair, like you know, if you've always fancied the sound of EDF, um, and you're wondering if this is the jumping on point, I mean, EDF 4.1, which is amazing, was it like is in the sale for like I think it's like twelve quid or something, um, and it, that that's still brilliant. So probably yeah, because I remember um, when you were in mean, resistance. I think like I guess mm. maybe it was 4.1 or another EDF. Like when that went mm. like twelve quid on PSN, and you and yeah. Chris Bannon and and everyone were play, or bought it or played it because it went cheap, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame. Yeah, that was that was yeah. brilliant. Um, I guess so this yeah, game needs all that. I guess for everyone to jump on it, and it's a different conversation, then, isn't it? Yeah, because even though it is brilliant, um, like <laughs> you can you can see where the savings have been made. Um, so for them to ask, you know, sort of thirty forty quid for it, you are a bit like, ah, come on, <laughs> help me out. I want to be <laughs> I want to be able to like unreservedly recommend this to people. Um, but yeah, I mean. It's essentially the same game again, but with those quality of life changes. And I mean, I'm more than happy with that. Um, like, it's still like so much fun. Um, so, the, like the four different classes, you got one who's just like your basic soldier, one who's the wing diver who like has all like weird energy weapons and can fly around. Um, one who is the air raider who like calls in like airstrikes and and like uh, vehicles and stuff, like vehicles ranging from like little motorbikes to like actual mechs. Um, so that get like that gets really interesting when they start unlocking their better gear, and then there's one uh, called the fencer, which is like it's really weird. They're like they're in like heavy armor, and it's almost like a Dark Souls sort of control scheme, and they use like your shoulder buttons for all different mounted weapons and stuff. Um, all really interesting, and like if you get a squad of 
mates and like you're all playing as different classes it's properly interesting like one person like dropping in vehicles for everyone and one like one person can fly so they'll be like you know flying around dealing with spaceships and stuff and it's yeah it's fucking like it's really good um so yeah i would recommend it it's just like if you're listening to this and you're intrigued and edf 4.1 is still on sale probably go for that instead um or wait and see what happens with iron rain like edf 5 is just in this very weird place um in that it's like because there's one coming that is supposed to be more aimed at westerners it's like so of what have they just chucked out edf5 like for the fans and they know it's not really going to like they know it's really not going to do that well i don't know it's it's really strange um yeah. it will be interesting to see what this new one's like to see if that yeah. does make a push and actually oh you know because loads will myself included play monster hunter for the first time i know they're obviously mm-hmm. totally different uh you know size of sort of franchise and whatnot but yeah it will be interesting to see if the new edf uh does more of a dent in sort of mindshare over here yeah i mean i hope it does like i think once you get your head around the fact that like so you like you start playing it and it's like oh, okay it's like kind of a dumb third person shooter and there's loads of enemies but you know they're really easy to kill and you're just mowing down waves of ants and shooting rockets and blowing stuff up and and that's cool but it's like once you get into like you know the the loop of like unlocking things and sort of figuring out strategies and stuff like with your mates like it does actually get like really in depth and like the appeal is is not unlike um you know destiny or something like that where you're just like grinding it for new items and stuff um so yeah like i I do think it like it'll appeal to more people who who perhaps haven't considered it because it does look a bit low budget and stuff um but yeah yeah edf5 is in a weird place like Mm. probably either get 4.1 on the cheap or wait and see how iron rain turns out and then by that point edf5 might be on sale so yeah yeah so yeah, uh, right, that, that's me. I know there's one thing, been... Sean. Tetris mm-hmm. Effect was not on your list. Have you not played that in VR? Oh, shit. Yeah, I have. Sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, incredible. <laughs> um, like, I'm not going to do any score chasing in VR, I don't think, because it's just, I don't know, it's a bit too distracting. But yeah, basically, like, did most of um, Journey mode again Yeah. Um, in VR. Yeah, like, uh, absolutely brilliant. And yeah, like, you were right, like, there's there are levels that on a TV were just like, well, that's just some stuff on a screen. The NVR, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm flying through a desert or the sky or yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, really good. And, and and that last song is just unbelievable. Yes. I think, yeah, I think it's uh, Chris Schilling or some other people were like sharing that original, original trailer for the game mm. the other day on Twitter. And I was like, oh, I'll watch it again. It's like, oh, God, the songs. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Good fucking game. Right. Sorry, James. Do you want to do yours? Yeah. I've got. Quite, I mean, it's, some of the things we've already talked about. So it's like Resident Evil Two. I played. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone back to Red Dead. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Which I did as soon as I got back, and um, I'm glad I have because I have. I've just started Chapter Three. Um, mm-hmm. I've been taking it very slowly. I'm really just enjoying, sort of just wandering around, really, and chatting people and just sort of uh, exploring. And uh, yeah, so I've only I've only just got to chapter three, so I'm not really that far into it. I don't think. Um, yeah, I will say. I mean, I listened to all the giant bomb game of the year stuff. I mean, I know like, people probably sick of talking about that and whatever, but they do their giant bomb stuff. It's basically like, 25 hours of gaming podcasts every week, and obviously Red Dead featured uh, a lot on that. And the way in which like Brad Schumacher and some of the people on that articulated their their love for the game really made me sort of reassess my own thoughts on it and really maybe want to go back to it actually i mean and i i mm. I, I can now uh you know admit that i was 
in the wrong playing it the way the way I did. I mean, I, I feel like I had to because I don't. I'm not sure if I would have got through it were or not. Just yeah, okay. I was going to say. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, got, it's got not, it done. It's not the wrong way to play it if you just wouldn't have had the time to otherwise. No, I mean, I, I, and I, I, I really, I really enjoyed it, you know. For, but, but having, yeah, hearing all these stories about, you know, you, if you talk, I know Dave mentioned this, you know, but talking to every <coughs> single person in the camp, yep. finding every single bit of dialogue, you know, every all the side missions. Of course, I'm gonna have a much better, much more complete picture of of all these like sort of story arcs and character development, and yeah, hearing the way they're talking about in like say like best character or best story in those categories on the on the podcast. I was like, oh man, I feel like I missed out on so much. It was mm. it made me appreciate the game so much more. I mean I loved it anyway. I obviously clearly had my issues as I mentioned, but uh yeah, it, it almost made me think, oh, actually maybe I could start again and just take it really slowly and see the bits I missed yeah. out the first time. Mm. But I, I wouldn't see- have, I would not have got through it. it w- and and I was happy to hammer through it. Uh, but and I wouldn't have gone through it otherwise. I'd, I'd probably just would have quit, and that we'll still be here, me not having played it. So I'm glad I got through it. I'm. I wish I had more time and could have taken it slowly. But uh, yeah, sorry, James. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the giant bomb stuff that kind of really encouraged me to go back to it, really, because even though I stupidly heard quite a few spoilers, oh, you, had, you, <laughs> had all, still... you had every spoiler. It's a yeah. shame, really. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's I. It doesn't really bother me that much because it's still just really fun to you know to play. Yeah, uh, but so just to be was... clear, James, if you start being negative about the story, you you can't say shit because <laughs> you've had it ruined for yourself. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't. I mean, I don't don't think I'm going to do that anyway because mm. so far it's been pretty. I don't know. I think I think the pacing certainly seems to have picked up since I hit sort mm. of like chapter three. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's been a couple of quite memorable missions, and uh, yeah, it's been it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, um, I played a couple of other things. I mean, I also, I also played a bit of Katamari, but not very much because I I haven't really got any history of that game because okay. I never played it on PS2. Yeah. And so this oh, you'll really probably love it my... then. As I say, it was only because I'd sort of because I played the second and heard for years about how the first was better, mm-hmm. and like it's not. But if you haven't played the second, you're not comparing it. So, yeah, you, you'll probably really enjoy it. I mean, I wasn't enjoying the controls. Oh, yeah, um, they, are, because... they are. Yeah, they are intentionally bad. Well, not bad, but, you know, weird. Um, it's because they don't, they don't behave in the way that you kind of expect they're going to. No, and it's quite easy to get stuck and stuff as well sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And especially when, like, you know, when you're banging into stuff, it's like knocking stuff off your Katamari. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bit annoying, but yeah. So there was that, and then I mean the other the the major there's two major games that I spent most of Christmas with I think one was Smash Brothers Ultimate which I just finished unlocking like all the characters and everything and I, I finished the World of Light. Um, uh, yesterday. How long is World of Light? Because I've heard like two varying things. I heard uh, one person I swear I heard in the podcast is like forty hours. Another one today is like yeah someone's like yeah it's pretty long it's like ten hours. So like, how long is no player. way is it 10 hours. Yeah, I, That's I thought impossible. he misspoke because everyone I've heard is like, <laughs> yeah. it's so long, it's ridiculous, like 40 hours long. But Well, you see, the thing is, right, is, you see, I mean, I played it on easy because I'm not even, I'm not very good at these at, at Smash Brothers, really. I, I still find it a bit overwhelming and sort of confusing because, especially as I'm getting older, maybe, I don't know. But it was, I mean, it took me 30 hours to finish yeah. it. I mean, and it was, I mean, that was 10 hours longer than I thought it was going to be because, as, um, like, Ben Simon, like, Scientologist on Twitter was saying, 
like I had the same experience as him where it's like it feels like it's going to end about three times <laughs> and then it and then it doesn't and then it opens up other sections which are nearly as big as the one that you've just gone through and it's just it's ridiculous like the amount of content I mean I have to say though that it is really enjoyable to play like the world of light it's the main thing I've played like I mean I, I've barely I haven't played any of the classic mode I've not really played much smash I've mostly only played that because I mean the whole point of this is I mean, do you do you know how the spirit like uh, the little world of light works, Matt? Have you, do you know anything no, about it? No, at all? I mean, I've I've heard lot heard lots of things, but out of context, <laughs> I'm not really sure how to piece it together. No. So the whole point of it is that you're supposed to play through to awaken like the fighters that have been sort of uh, sort of brainwashed or whatever by this massive spirit thing, and. It's, I mean, it's a kind of contrived way to go about it, but there's there's 74 characters that you have to sort of you have to get through, but it's quite, I mean, it's very involved and it is quite gripping because what you do is you you go across like a an overworld map, and each then you find like these sort of spirit locations where you sort of enter into a fight, but all of the fights have been uh, sort of uh, like sort of the rules of the fight are all based on the spirit that you're fighting, so it makes it. The, the sort of the care and the attention that's gone into sort of creating each of these fights is kind of mind-boggling, seeing as there's like about 615 of them, and the amount of sort of thought that's gone into how to do that. So the point of unlocking the spirits is that you get like support items and stuff to aid you in the combat. So there'll be things like if you defeat like one of the spirits, which will give you the ability to neutralize like lava floors or increase defense and stuff like that, and then. The way that it works is that you have primary spirits that you unlock, but then also these support ones. And the primary spirits, you can also level up and make them stronger. But then there's another layer to it whereby some of the <coughs> primary spirits are like sort of three or four star, so they're even more powerful once you sort of level them up further. And I made the terrible mistake in the beginning of not realising that they had this sort of star rating. So I started like levelling up ones which were only like one star or whatever. So they don't, you know, they don't really increase in power to any sort of. Oh right, sort so you spend a lot of time upgrading really. the wrong ones. Yeah, and it's like because it, it works on a kind of like a rock paper scissors sort of system, whereby the spirit you choose is like assigned to like it, like sort of a, like a shield or to like a sword, you know, that kind of thing, and then you have to sort of choose which one to fight the enemy that you're going to be fighting, like on the map. Okay, and. It's just the amount of thought that's gone into each of the scenarios is just it's just crazy. You know, it's just it, it really is very impressive, and. Each, I mean, each of these stories like kind of explains why that has specific battle conditions for each, um, for each, uh, each of the sort of engagements that you're doing, and with, I mean, overall, I mean, I looked it up the other day. There's like a thousand two hundred ninety-seven spirits to unlock. Oh my god, which is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, and it's like each offer like backstory from whichever game that they're associated with, and. It's just, I mean, the thing that has really impressed me about this is just how complete this game is. And I know it's been said this is like the ultimate version. Probably this, I don't think Sakurai is going to make another one of these, but you can really see why, because nothing feels like an afterthought. It's all just so well thought through and so sort of detailed. And even though I was only playing it on easy, I really enjoyed it. Like, I just, even though, I mean, it's 615 battles. That's insane. But I... I never got bored with it at all. I, I really enjoyed each engagement because each of the subtle changes to the rules made it enjoyable and made it sort of uh, made it interesting. So how do you unlock the rest through. of the spirits? I presume you have not. How do you like? You've obviously finished single player, so how do you unlock yeah. the rest? Just buying them with the currency, or yeah, you you buy them with currency, or you can also do. There's a board game as well that you can play where I think you can get more, and you're also supposed to use the spirits for that game as well. So I've not I've not looked at that yet, but that's like another sort of aspect. Cool. I, I also but, I mean, I, there's more. Go on. 
God, no, like I say, no I also hear like the last battle. I mean, I, I don't know what actually happened in the last battle, and and if I I did know, I wouldn't want to spoil it. But I hear the last battle was amazing, and the, yeah, yeah, it was. Well, it's also because it's as with a lot of you know going to this type, there are multiple endings as well, and so it all depends on sort of like the path you take and how many spirits you <coughs> you can sort of collect as to whether you can get like you know the true ending and all that kind of thing. And you know, eventually I did, and it was. I mean, it was funny because I got I got to the end and I fi- I beat it with that ending, but then it still said that my you know my finish was uh, like ninety nine point three four percent complete, and I just spent ages just thinking I can't I have no idea where those ones are that I've missed like on this map. I spent ages looking around it, and then eventually yeah I found what I, what I was missing. But it's it's really very good. I mean, it, as a single player, I mean most people play Smash for like the online and for for playing in multiplayer. Mm. But this this mode was brilliant. I mean, thirty hours. I was going to say, I mean, just for the single I, player. I have really really interest in Smash, but but the fact I know it's got a thirty hour single player that that that's that's a big tick for me. That makes me think, oh, well, maybe one day I will play it because it's not like, well, I'm not. I obviously don't play any local multiplayer anymore and I don't think I'll be an online Smash guy but I could probably get through and enjoy a single player Smash yeah I mean I feel I mean I'm going to pl- I play this still with my son and my daughter like in multiplayer but I feel that I've had enough of it just from this like in terms of like the value from it because it was it was really it's 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 the most fun I've had with the with the single player from a Smash game. I mean, they they in the past there's been like the subspace like M3 mode mm. and stuff like that. This is the first one that I felt really it was really enjoyable. I mean, I I couldn't it was I just couldn't put it down like often. I mean, I, I just it there's it really has that kind of like just one more battle, you know, just one more fight because I just want to see how it's going to pan out. And um, yeah, just really good, really really good. It's um, I mean, Sean, you you've no interest in Smash, yeah? Nah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, no, to be fair, as you say, uh, knowing that there is like 30 hours worth of decent single player stuff in there is interesting. Um, I just, yeah, I'm just not a fighting game guy anymore, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a massive fighting game person apart from, obviously, mm. I did play the Dead or Alive 6 demo as well uh, this weekend. Oh, yeah. and, well, well, was that the beta? Was, was that what it was? It was the beta, yeah. And yeah, how was it? It's good. It's good. Is it? It's good. Is it? It's good. Okay. Fine. Um, I think if if I had people locally to play Smash with, um, that would sweeten it quite a lot. Um, but I don't, and so I'd just be playing online against people who are actually good and mm-hmm. having a bad time. Probably. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, um, I'm in fighting games. If I if I played locally with people, that, that I would definitely would have got around by now for sure. Yeah. 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 That's not my lifestyle anymore. I'm got any mates. Yeah. Well, that's that, the problem. That's how, yeah, they're all digital friends. Yeah. It's just you, lot, basically. Nothing wrong with that, because actually that's <laughs> most of my friends. So. Okay, James, what else? But yeah, so it's, I mean, definitely really good, and I really would heartily recommend it. Uh, the other game that I played, which is the one that really, apart from Smash, I kind of became obsessed with over the time, and possibly might have been on my Game of the Year list if it had come out a bit sooner, was Monster Boy, um, oh, yeah. which... I got on the Switch, and I mean, I loved the recent, you know, like recently they did like the Wonder Boy release, yeah. like where they like they did like a sort of you know the re-release of it, you know, sort of updated, and it really felt like that was a practice run for this because this is, I mean, this is it, it's game Atalaya had made it, and it's an official new game in the series, and I mean, you know, you know how Wonder Boy works, right? I mean, it's a kind of like Metroidvania style kind of game, um, yeah. but with animals, yeah. Um, yeah. The game starts off with your character and all the others in the world, they're like all turned into animals and the point is to sort of explore the map, sort of Metroid style, 
and unlock the ability to turn into different animals so then you gain new abilities. This, I mean, it was like this in, in Wonder Boy as well, but it was the way that you use the, the abilities that you got from the different animals was kind of like limited. Like you only use them in certain areas and stuff. This is so much more complex, like in the way it works. Like the way that you can... One of the things that I really loved about this was the way that you can like... In, to solve puzzles, you had to like combine different animals to make them do different things. Like for example, like the frog can like swim in, can swim more effectively, but it can also swing on hooks like with its tongue. Mm-hmm. So you could do stuff like use the like use the frog to swing over something, but then mid-flight change into like a snake, which could then stick to the wall or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that to solve puzzles. You know, it's, it sounds really simple, but the way it works is just really cool. Like it's it's really really good. And I mean, like the lion can like dash and smash into blocks and that kind of thing, but. As I said, the difference between this and Wonder Boy Three is is just the depth. I mean, this feels. I mean, the puzzles in the in the previous game were pretty simple. This is much more sort of Zelda like. Um, like the it has. I mean, the one of the first sort of the dungeons, which is about maybe ten hours or so in, is when you start to realise like how much thought has gone into this, into like how to design like these dungeons, which are actually really enjoyable and like utilise these abilities, you know, sort of so perfectly, and. It's just, I mean, also you can like you can buy sort of uh, armor upgrades and all this kind of stuff, so you get like fire resistant armor, lightning swords, all this sort of sand stuff. But it's just the way it's executed, like adds this sort of extra layer of like complexity, which makes it interesting. And the, I mean, the combat isn't really tough, but it's it's got the it's got the usual thing with the Metroid game, whereby you know, like in the beginning, maybe an area feels difficult, but then when you go back later and you're sort of more sort of powered up, it's really easy. Mm-hmm. But you notice stuff, you know, there's stuff that you notice, and you can go back and sort of unlock things that you've done before. And it's just the puzzles are just so fun. It, mm-hmm. it I I just really enjoyed that. I mean, they're just they're so much more sort of complicated and just more engaging. Um, and just, you know, the way that it sort of utilises everything you need to to sort of get through an area. And it also has fantastic music um, because it has remixes of all, like, the old, oldest... I mean, neither of you have played any of the Wonder Boy games, don't no, you? No, sorry. Oh, that's a shame because the, the music... I mean, it's known for having, like, very good, like, music. And this, like, remixes a lot of the a lot of the stuff from the earlier stuff in the series, but not to the point where it becomes, like, irritating and sort of, like, too fan servicey. It's, um, you know, it's just about right. Particularly, I mean, there's one bit where you're... When you're in elevators that are, like, going up and down, it's... um. I just you just suddenly realise there's like distorted elevator music of the first Wonder Boy game like that came out like a long time ago and it's like the music from that and that's like playing like with this sort of distorted sound and uh, yeah just kind of perfect really mm. and it's it's also pretty lengthy I mean it's I mean it took me around 25 hours I think before I saw the end okay and that was without like unlocking the entire map but this is. <laughs> absolutely like one of the best like metroidvania style games that i've i've played like in the recent years i mean it's not it maybe it didn't connect with me quite as much as as hollow knight did but it's up there with that i would say like absolutely it is it's it's really really enjoyable like fantastic it's pretty wild that obviously the the remake did a couple of years ago it's just like i mean a remake from a mars system game and now this has come out um yeah, but this game looks good. Like graphically, it just looks stunning. It looks like a cartoon. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, the animation is is like superb as well. I mean, it's not like grease like level like amazing, but it's still just so good. And as as with everything else, yeah, really great on the Switch. It's just yeah, so good. Well, it's, it's like thirty quid, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. It's it's thirty. Okay. No, and, I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm being an idiot. Like, I should just get it. <laughs> 
I mean, if you if you think, Sean, like there's this recently, there's been a lot of like these like style games that yeah. have come out, particularly on Switch. Mm-hmm. There's like you know there was like Axiom Verge, which was really yeah, good, yeah, yeah. and you know there's been this and there's like Dead Cells, kind of I guess, but this is up there as like I'd say one of the best on the system, like absolutely. And uh, it's I mean even like the sort of the toy like story stuff is I mean the story is obviously not amazing or anything, but it's still. It's funny enough to make it engaging, yeah. And um, yeah, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's um, yeah, really good. And the the challenge is just about right. I feel cool. Yeah, I might have to get that. But I would. It's if you like any of those, it's it's really so good. I mean, I can't wait to see what they come up with next. I mean, it's. Mm. I mean, somebody was saying like maybe they could like remake it like Alex Kid or something like that would be interesting. Oh, baby, now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, I've super. obviously heard yeah you and other people like rave about this game. Uh, and I do like Metrovania's. It does look good. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's pretty much about it, really. That I've, oh no, I did play Ice Climbers as well. But uh, that, <laughs> Why? That's, I mean, <laughs> that, that's just weird. I mean, that's just like a weird Is other that thing. Like I mean, on the Nes on Nes Online, the, the Switch Online stuff. Yeah, so it's from the Nes Online stuff because I mean, since that started, I mean, I've got a subscription, so I've been playing through some of the old Nes games, and some of them have aged better than others, and. Some of them really don't hold up, but I feel that I mean I'm guessing again neither of you have played no, Ice Climbers have you? No. Okay. I mean, do you know anything about it, like how the game nah, works? Literally nothing. Okay, so basically, you're a person trying to get to the top of a mountain by jumping and breaking the ice above you, avoiding birds and all that kind of stuff, and the screen wraps around and there's 32 mountains and it gets progressively harder and like you know like the ice is really slippery the controls are a mess and most i mean a lot of people really don't like it because of the fact that it controls terribly but it has it does have its own sort of logic of like how the controls work and once you kind of master it for some reason i found it very addictive and i ended up doing all 32 mountains um <laughs> it, it and it, it's weird because it's it's one of the because it's like a pre it's pre super mario brothers yeah. and it's I was I was watching like Jeremy Parrish's like series where he was talking about how it's pretty clear that at this stage Nintendo was still trying to figure out how to do a platform game mm. and that this is like real evidence of that where you've got this and Mario Brothers before Super Mario Brothers came out and yeah the it's it it kind of as he said and I really agree it's it's kind of like it feels like the whoever designs it kind of hated the player because of the way that the controls work are just so rigid and sort of stiff but then as i said there is a logic to the way to the way that they function and once you nail it it starts to get become easier and uh i don't know i just really enjoyed it it's which is ridiculous because it's really old and everyone hates it but <laughs> no, I fair it. enough. I, I wish i liked nes games because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there's really not a lot on that um switch online library that interests me to be honest and that is that is a shame for me um but yeah. well, it's Ninja Gaiden now. That's come out. That's good. Oh yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah, Might have a go. It's very hard, but it's uh, yeah, it's good. Cool. Um, is that it? And that's it. Yeah. Bloody hell! Right. Emails. James, that's you. Oh me <laughs> again. Oh, it's... <laughs> well, it is I'll do, again. I'll do it if you want. I don't mind. This is. <laughs> It's all happening again. Yeah. It's all what? happening again. You've got one email, James. <laughs> it was just the order know, which you spoke last, and you. Get, get on with it. I forgot, didn't I? That it's oh, it's got to happen again. Mind you, there's only there's one. one. So there's right. literally Although, one email, James. <laughs> come on. One email to read. I'm recording two hours at one hour. One hour earlier. Come on, just. I know. You, that was the thing that I was most excited about tonight. <laughs> is it's like I was genuinely really excited about that, thinking might be out of here by before eleven, yeah. and that would be just. 
amazing. It'd be that'd be so good. Well, if we get a movie, anyway, away, it might be. <laughs> it's not right, fucking okay, going on about so it. Yeah, yeah. If you want to email us, it's podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. And Tom Pollard has written to us and he said, um, My feedback stroke question regards AAA games in your selections during your Game of the Year show. I noticed that a lot of AAA games didn't get a pick or an honourable mention in any of your two Game of the Year related shows, whereas smaller stroke indie titles were prominently featured. Off the top of my head, some highly rated AAA games from the last year that no one mentioned were A Way Out... <laughs> Oh, sorry. I, I know. <laughs> this is the thing. When I read this email, you just think this this list that he's given here I mean, I, I, is I mean, not an example. James, you and I enjoyed a way out. We enjoyed it. I wouldn't say triple A, yeah, but we not, enjoyed it. It was certainly wasn't a triple A game. Uh, Far Cry Five, which I think Dave I mean, liked. But... Mm. Yeah, muted response. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, no, which, for... as everyone knows, we we all hate Assassin's we Creed hate, games. We so. hate it. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We fucking loathe them. Yeah. Sorry. As Black Ops Four, well, we, I mean, which we that probably would have had a shout yeah, out, but none of us have played it. Battlefield Five. I didn't even know that was out. Yeah. I thought that. Had... <laughs> no, that's out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which everyone said was rubbish. Well, no, well, no. I, uh, I didn't. didn't. Hey, yeah, we got no. it. Yeah, I, but I know what you mean. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't nine. Basically, was it? Yeah, it had a reception. It's good, uh, but it what, the reviews. I think it was a really incredibly busy time at the, at the time. Yeah. And reviews weren't on nines or tens, so I was like, oh god, thank god, okay, I don't have to get this as well. And I think maybe a lot of people thought the same thing. Um, yeah, nines or tens. There were sixes. It wasn't very good. Okay. Anyway, um, Hitman Two, which, as I understand, was very good. I mean, I mean that's um, that's definitely one that, like, as Matt was saying, like, it was just such a busy period, and the reviews were like, it's still amazing, but it is just more mm-hmm. Hitman, which is fine. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not like racing out to throw fifty quid at it <laughs> day yeah. one. Um, like, I will definitely get around to it at some point and really love it. Just not something I needed to play immediately. I think. Then we got Darksiders 3. Didn't everyone say that was shit? I also heard was not good. Yeah. But, well, not shit. Know, that's, that's the thing. And Just Cause 4, which I also heard was not great. I've, I've so, got that, and I'm looking forward to finally getting involved. It's just uh, time. Okay. So it says, uh, did you guys not play many of these examples or didn't rate them? Or did you try and feature some games that may not be on other end-of-the-year roundups? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I... Mean, I, I, I played and absolutely loved black ops 4 but i just had other games which i preferred i mean uh, i mean i i don't i didn't we didn't well i say i didn't and i don't think any of us did, went out of our way to try and feature games just because other places didn't we, we don't care what other places do we just want to yeah. choose the games which we like and, and which we have the, the biggest connection with and yeah i mean that there were tons of great games this year like what i mean like, like when we showed when we had the list uh the in the draft you know there's absolutely tons of games this year amazing games mm. uh but uh, I mean, I mean, a lot of these don't do much for me. Way out, we enjoyed Far Cry. I could, couldn't be less interested in Far Cry. Um, <laughs> Just Cause Four. I mean, yeah. I mean, but we love Black Ops Four. But other games came first in that, in my list, at least. Yeah, I think that that end of year show thrives on us like being a bit personal with our lists and. Yeah, and so that you know we are going to pick things that maybe aren't getting talked about elsewhere, but I think that's partly why it's interesting. As you say, it's not something we do on purpose, largely because we you know we do the draft well before other people's game of the year lists are out. Um, so even we you know we couldn't do that in a reactive way, even if we wanted to. But I think yeah, using it as a place to highlight things that maybe aren't getting talked about so much, but really meant a lot to us as really. Oh, yeah, I mean, worked, uh, the I far loan sales is the perfect example for that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish I'd played 
more. I mean, every game last year, we didn't have time for. To well, yeah, do exactly. That. Like, of course, we'd we'd all love infinite free time and money to play everything. But the, yeah, just last year was just so. You know, as we said, okay, so there weren't any, you know, Breath of the Wilds or whatever last year. But it was it was so like the consistency was unreal. Yeah, um, there were so many things really worth checking year. out. It so, wasn't yeah. enough time. So yeah. that's it. Yeah. Cool. On to tweets. Uh, I'm doing tweets this year. Uh, and I'm going to be full of energy this year. Full of energy. <laughs> if you want to tweet us, go to bed. I want to go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> the last one, Matt. Myself. <laughs> if you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Uh, first, first one comes in for Athene. Uh, Athene Allen is Dave dead now? No, he's not dead. He's just having a big old sleep. I mean, I've he's not, not heard from him sleep. today. He might feel. He's he just might feel dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just have such a lack of sleep. I mean, it's like you yeah. feel worse than death. But uh, I'll talk to him today. He's doing all right. He's coping well. Uh, and okay, he's in our cool. he's in our hearts and our minds. SNW, um, what new games are you most excited to play in 2019, and why? Um, Matt, 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 Matt. This is what new game? What? Singular. Uh, well, I, well, yeah, but we oh, can right, choose so games. To pick, well, I, I mean, I've got a list. Yeah, because oh. at one point we we're going to do a little section about games <laughs> about high high anticipated, and then we just didn't. And it's, yeah, so we've. I mean, James. Well, we figured James, someone would ask us about it anyway, and here we James are. James will so, probably yeah. have one single game. But there's there's loads coming out in 2019, which we'll be psyched about, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've, I've only had a, a very cursory look. Um, I mean, James, Animal Crossing, yeah, so yeah definitely this Animal year. Animal Crossing is definitely there. Yeah, well, did you see that thing? I, I mean, I sent you that thing the other day where they, I mean, Argos have started listing. Oh yeah. it. So I'm hopeful that that's like a sort of precursor to a direct where it's going to get announced. Like, hopefully, it's been a, a while since we had a direct, soon. isn't it? I think, I think we're due. Yeah, one. I was really expecting because obviously we we're supposed to record last week, but James has got a book to write, so we didn't. But I was really fully. Ex- <laughs> Fuck sake, man! I was really fully expecting to have a direct like really early Jan. Is that like is that common or have I just misremembered? Or <coughs> I'm sure there is usually one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought oh, okay, there'll be a direct early Jan. We'll talk about that on the show as well. But um, mm. and so James, do you anticipate Animal Crossing will be out like first quarter or first half of this year? No, I was going to say no, yeah, I'd I'd, yeah, I don't. It'll no, probably be Christmas, like a winter yeah. release. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You know. yeah, definitely. But James, you know, it's the year of Shenmue Three, James. Yeah, you see, I'm kind of excited about that, but I mean, I'm, I still don't believe it's going to come out this year. I'm sure it's going to get delayed somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that will happen, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. But also, I know it's probably going to be a car crash, so it's just <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Well, either I, way, you've got to find out. I, I so hope it isn't. It'll well, be, yeah, it, how amazing would it be if Shenmue came out and it was like a solid ten? It would be sim- one of possible. the greatest. Yeah, can you gaming, imagine? Surely, if that yeah, came out, yeah. it's like. Yeah, this is one of the great. This is like up there with like Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey and stuff. I'm still planning to play through one and two again before it comes out. But it's just, yeah. uh, just watch yeah, Dave's streams. Time, isn't it? Oh yeah, for those yeah, yeah. listening, D- Dave. Um, well, obviously, he's you know busy with child. He he is gonna pop on every now and then to do, to continue his Shenmue uh, two streams. So yeah, follow us on Twitter and 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 and, and you'll hear about when when that goes when that happens. He came on actually over Christmas. He just said, oh, "I'm going to stream tonight." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, of course." And he um he's currently in that stage where he's trying to make like five hundred dollars to get to like, a next part of Shenmue two, <laughs> and he spent basically the whole um stream for like an hour and a half like try basically he did like some um uh, well, I, I, i'm not sure what the game i think you have to like load pallets and stuff to make some money yeah uh, you can do that or you can like um do like the pachinko machines and then he spent like <laughs> half an hour on the pachinko machines and all of a sudden shout like this is the one and you know you know it's actually quite it's just him moving a, a little like pol- you know polygonal hands left and right and dropping the ball <laughs> so dave will be back for more of that next year <laughs> uh, what else we got um, so Anthem's out next month 
Oh, that's that's. Uh, I, re- I, ha- I really want to find the energy to get excited about that game. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, so it's a weird one for me because, so I, you know, I really liked Destiny 2 when it came out. Um, but, you know, sort of before Forsaken came out, I had sort of fallen off it and I was, I was, I was available for Anthem, right? But, but now I'm like, ah, oh, no, it's, it's got to be a lot better than Destiny 2 now because I'm so invested in that again that like it really is going to have to do something special so i'm intrigued um, yeah. i think there's, there must be a beta coming up right That's well yeah probably... there's, a, there's a what they're calling a vip demo at the end of january i think they're okay. also you have to sign up for it and stuff but they're doing it yeah. in the same thing as a private alpha whatever i was on uh in okay last month where it's in like slots right in, like three hour slots instead of one hour slots but yeah that's oh, happening okay. end, towards the end of jan i believe the vip demo okay. but i don't i <laughs> I I really want a, a game... I want to basically go back to the good old days of Destiny 1 where mm. that was all I was playing. Obviously, it wasn't great for the pod and I'll have to like find time for <laughs> games. But I also just love the fact that like, I knew every night I was playing Destiny and someone would be online, maybe you, Sean, yeah. maybe other people, people would be on Destiny. I enjoyed it and it was like fun giving myself up to play that game. And I sort of want that again. I know that makes playing lots of other games harder, but I would like a game that's just my go-to. Yeah, And, and from... Yeah, it, yeah, it looks it looks good, and I want to be really excited for it. But I, right now, excitement wise, I don't have anything in me for that game. But mm. we'll, no, we'll it, see. It's a weird I'm one. hoping to read like some great previews or something. Actually, it gets me hyped, and we'll see where we are. But yeah, that's coming soon. And EA needed to be a big hit, didn't they? Really? I was going to say you I must be Bioware needed to be a big yeah. hit because before they get shot. Because EA must be looking at that Activision and Bungie news and not feeling too great because <laughs> that, that's what fascinates me about anthem is obviously they saw the success of destiny one early on and were just like right bioware fuck your story games where you get to have sex with everyone you're making one of these now because that's that's what's next and then but then in the time that it's taken them to get anthem out destiny 2's had this sort of you know rocky path and now everyone's just playing battle royale games instead so, yeah, <laughs> it's like has Anthem just sort of missed the boat or I don't know it's going to be interesting yeah. but also you know Destiny 2 as you said Destiny 2 and maybe mm. Destiny the whole, the whole has had a very rocky road mm. to where it is now um, yeah uh, and so you've got to think okay so what lessons have, have EA and Bioware learned to mm. make to ensure that Anthem doesn't have the same make the same mistakes or en- engage yeah, like the I, audience I, or I don't know I do wonder uh, if making like a a drawn out action RPG like that that you're supposed to basically play forever. I think getting the balance of that right is basically impossible until until you've thrown your entire community at it and just seen how it all shakes out. Yeah. It's so yeah, I think that yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean the best thing Bungie did was they listened to their community so definitely Destiny One when I was like most into yeah. it. You know, they were making loads of changes and you know mm-hmm. what Destiny, what the community wanted. Also this uh, Anthem doesn't have a PvP, does it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no. which is and, and okay. I, I, I mean, I, I loved having PvP in Destiny One because it means I can okay play PVE, I'll play some PvP, and I mean mm-hmm. I can change, drop and change. The fact that Anthem doesn't have that, I mean, maybe it's PVE and stuff is so good I won't need it, but I always felt that was like a nice alternative if I wanted to break, as it were. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, be interested to see what that's like. Make it a hell of a lot easier to balance, though, I suppose, in terms of that's always the thing in Destiny that like you know a, a new gun or whatever will come out. And it just like is great for PVE, but then totally breaks PVE or yeah. the other way around. <laughs> so yeah, 
Interesting. See, I'm really curious about it because I mean, when I think Bioware, I don't think like shooters or anything. Well, this you know, is in it, terms and of, is like, it the, the experience they've got. because of the nature of it? Is it going to be able to have like a Bioware story, or is it going to have well, to it's be? Got skill tra- it's, no, it's they've, got conversation trees and stuff, hasn't it? I think. Okay, they've also said that they've trees. added romance now as well because everyone wanted yeah, that. Everyone, right, everyone's shagging, so shagging is in the game. Brilliant. So yeah. that's, that's I'm sure fine. it won't be really half-assed and embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, Psychonauts 2 is out this year. I'm yeah. excited about that. Is uh, Do either of you know if the VR one is worth having, the Rhombus of Ruin? I, I know nothing know. about it other than... Uh, I keep I, seeing it and then just thinking maybe I'll try that. Yeah, well, it's cheap in the sale it. and I, I really like Psychonauts and Double Fine in general, so I should probably check that out. But yeah, I'm excited about Psychonauts 2. Um... Sekiro, Last of Us you... 2. Oh, God, sorry. There's Last yeah, of Us that, 2. Yeah, that was on my list. Oh, yeah, sure. And I want that to be 2019, but... Because when it takes up to New yeah, Year, I was like, it's, it's the year last Last of Us 2, and I thought, it, maybe it probably isn't. <laughs> Who knows? Then also, Ghost of Tsushima is the other one I'm I'm still interested in, because I, I know that... I know it probably won't be very good, but the, that trailer was great. <laughs> it's, just, it's just who's making it that throws me on Yeah, that. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Who's I'm making trying it? trying to suck oh, up to yeah. But yeah, I mean, they did Infamous Games, and I reckon, it, I mean, it looks stunning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like, yeah, yeah, Infamous was okay, yeah, yeah. It's not like, mm-hmm. I don't know, that doesn't seem like a, a massive deal to me, but I don't know, we'll see. Um, yeah, but oh, uh, look uh, Sekiro, the new um, From yes. Software Yeah, Shadow Star game. twice. Yeah, that's yes. too big. Um, I hope, I just hope, like, because I understand, you know, everything we're seeing about it, everyone's being like, hey guys, it's actually not like Dark Souls. Um I just hope the difficulty curve is like not insane because I love the look of it, but I don't need a really hard game at the moment. Um, it's a from software game. I mean, I, yeah, I, I assume mm. you're referring to the fact last week. I think they said that you can pause it now, and yeah. there's some other things they mentioned that like more like quality of life is the wrong way. One way of saying it because. That implies mean, yeah. that their other style of games aren't aren't great for that, but it's more like I think it's just easier. That's probably the wrong word too, but yeah. So you can pause it. And what's the other thing they announced last week? Something else, uh, basically, to make it a little bit. I can't remember, but a little bit mm. easier for most players. But uh, okay, cool. But yeah, um, I, I, the videos I saw. I mean, a lot, uh, maybe E3 when like you know enemies were getting like you know, or, or maybe some someone's like trying to kill this enemy for ages, and they just took one swipe and that person died. I mean, it's it's mm. a from software game. I imagine it's going to have that yeah. difficulty. Um, mm. But yeah, that's definitely one of mine. That, that looks looks great. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, technically, aren't we supposed to be getting respawns Star Wars game this year? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said that. that I mean, considering all they had at E3 was a logo, I'm not hopeful. But yeah, um, I mean, that's going to be really, really interesting if if that yeah. if that comes out this year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, on my list, Resi 2, that's obviously out like, you know, a couple of weeks or next yeah, week yeah. or next week after. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, yeah, shit. You know, When's that? I, I obviously famously love the, the mobile one and I want to see what the, the proper one's like. Uh, the Division 2? No, I'm more yeah. interested yeah. in this than yeah. I am Anthem. I'm interested in that. Yeah. That's um, That'll be a game that me and my group will play, yeah. I think, because uh, we love the Division of potential. So. I did enjoy what I played, but the, the, the leveling and how it worked, if if you were two levels above or below me, it just didn't seem, it didn't seem to matchmake at all, and it just felt terrible in that regard. But yeah, mm. and, and obviously we played like a very that very tiny bit at EGX. Um, mm. Yeah, Division Two is definitely my radar. Uh, Metroid Prime Four, that's out this year, isn't it? God, is it? Nah, that's not. That, that, that's in 2019 in the trailer. 
<laughs> yes, I know that's probably not going to happen, but <laughs> that for sure. Um, uh, oh, uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is the Kickstarter yeah. game from Eager, who did all the the Castlevania games. So from isn't that's all the hours, isn't it? No, so no. there was a blood. Is it Bloodstained? Was... Is it Circle of the Moon? No. Yeah, there was not Circle of the Moon, but no, it's. Uh, I can't remember the name. Uh, but yeah, there was a. Uh, yeah, so that was a... so another Bloodstained game is out now, but that's not the Bloodstained game you mean. Yes. No. Oh, okay. I mean, sorry. Yeah. Yes, you are correct. No, it <laughs> isn't. Um, All right. <laughs> so the one that's out now is was it was it, I think it was a Kickstarter stretch goal where basically like oh if we make this much yeah. extra we'll do like an eight bit um, sort of traditional Castlevania style game. It's meant to be really good. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that that's already out, but the the actual proper game has not come out yet, and is a, a Metroidvania style one. Oh, so right, that okay. that should be cool. Um, the only other one I've got is in the Valley of Gods. You know the new Campus oh, yeah, Arter yeah, one. Yeah, really sure. excited about that. So uh, yeah, it's um, looking like a decent like, year, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've one was like Shenmue three. Lol, I wrote last was too low. Nothing is happening, are they? Mm. Animal Crossing definitely for sure, but De- Death Stranding maybe. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Again, maybe. that's not going to happen this year, is maybe. it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last us two just trying. This could be PS5, aren't they? I mean, I, yeah. maybe they'll. Yeah, screen test. Do you know I'm already? Because obviously this year I'm skipping E3. And do you remember last? There's nothing to skip. Well, well, you say that, but I'm, <laughs> I'm already like, oh no, that's actually it's going to be difficult because uh, this, you know, uh, when we we did the last one, I was like, do you know what? I'm ready to skip it now. I think I've I've had enough. Like you know, the last couple of years have been good but not like you know mind-blowing or anything but i'm already like looking at everything that's coming out and the things that we sort of think might be coming out but we're not entirely sure or, yeah. or whatever and it's like it's oh, a weird fuck, one this, this is all gonna be three isn't it i think we're still like two years uh, maybe a console announcements the end of this year but more like next year and then release yeah, be next nothing year solid, and, will it? yeah it's yeah and it feels like so much is happening and changing like this is such an unknown year like it could be yeah but yeah, but also I think we might see games announced at E three, but those will be both this gen and next gen, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a weird. Sounds, one, yeah, right. I mean, yep. obviously Sony cancelled PSX last year because you you yeah. think, and obviously they're not really at E three this year because you think they're gonna oh shit yeah they're gonna do like a big thing at PSX this year or other mm-hmm. announcements. So who knows? Who knows where we'll be in six months' time? Mm. Um, yeah, it could be a wild one. It could be a, could be totally flat. I hope it's yeah, the, yeah. the first one. All right, what's next? Cool. Um, a few to exercise. Are there any late games from last year that you would have put in your game of the year list but came out after recording? I mean, we've already mentioned a couple. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Gre- yeah. Grease is definitely Monster on Monster Boy that. for me. but And yeah, yeah, Monster Boy as well, yeah. Do you think Monster Boy would have been your game of the year? I think it, it certainly would have had a really good shout, yeah, to have been in the list. Yeah, I've enjoyed Ashton, but I, I don't know if you know what made my list. Are we going to make it the rule that we can include things ne- or this year that came out? I think after we need to have this draft. conversation because it's just we uh, do. It's <laughs> just getting good because Dave's not here. I think that's so fair. It's like, not like you know, it's right. not like the Hollow Knight situation where we were like, ah, we've ruled on this previously and and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I think I think it's pretty clear cut that this should be okay. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll discuss it when the time. Yeah, comes. especially if we're going like earlier, making the draft. Yeah, thing, I think yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah, who knows. Um, Darren yeah. Gargett at Desmond on Twitter how many times did James touch himself over the dead or alive beta he... never whatever never no was that how long did the beta run for it was only for the weekend what, that's that's long enough yeah it's long enough James come on. <laughs> you're saying you didn't okay 
Adam oh, Turner. Yeah, uh, any New Year's resolutions? Oh, I don't, no, I, I don't I believe any in any this year. I don't believe in New Year resolutions. That's just like if you want to make a change in your life, do it anyway. You don't have to wait. No, you, you can't know, like do that, that, Sean. The... You can't make any changes until January first. That's how it works. <laughs> but you know, it's just like everyone's trying to sort of be really. I don't know, like. They must, you know, just, just say like, it, oh, Sean. Day three, and who else has packed in the New Year's resolutions yet? It's like everyone knows it's bollocks. Yeah. And, I, like, and you know, I, but I, I don't want to. I don't want it to seem like I'm sitting here just being like, "Don't bother, like fucking just <laughs> bother." <laughs> do you know what I mean? You don't try and improve your life. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you don't need the excuse of January the first. You can do what you want, whenever you want. It's fine. Yeah, and if so anything, no, I don't. I don't have any you, new if resolutions. You, if you really want to know New Year's resolutions, you start start them in like November, so you got some practice, and then when January first comes around, you've already started. Yeah, yeah, rather no, than no. like, I'm going to start going to gym every single day from January first, and then it's just never going to work. But yeah, <laughs> I, I often make a few, but nothing this year. I've got those like goals for like the show, obviously. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention them on here. But, yeah. See, mine was going to be finishing this at uh, like a reasonable Wait, it's hour. Ten two, James. Come on, we're yeah, it's, it's, it's ten two. We've only got like two more questions. Yeah, so what are you? The listeners don't care about this, James. We're, <laughs> we're fine. It's too early. It's, I thought starting at eight. I thought that'd be great. This is always going to be a long one. We normally we finish at midnight, talking. and it's ten to eleven. We're cool. But you know, we we supposed to finish at eight, you know, start at eight. No, we, we didn't because the... of you. <laughs> yeah, but, like, so, well, actually, I'm blaming David <laughs> for that. But we'll... can I just point out that once again, James, you are prolonging this. Yes, I'm complaining about how long it's taking. Go on, get on with it. <laughs> Fuck, it's starting out early and he's still doing it. Go on, Matt. Okay, futile exercise. It's nearly 11 o'clock. James, shut up. <laughs> futile exercise. And who's yeah. going to step up and control Matt's megalomaniacal machinations now that David isn't here? Now, I want to put this in. The megalomaniac... The megalomaniac... The megalomaniacal... <laughs> megalomaniacal. That one. Go. Machinations. Right. It's for the good of the show, right? It is. I mean, I know I've, I've done James and Sean's head and over Christmas. I've tried to be good. I've tried to minimize messages where possible, but sometimes I get too excited and I'm like, no, I've I, made I this like in we've, Photoshop. We've we've discussed everything as a team. I think it's been quite yeah democratic. I, mean, I, I, so I could far, have gone off, but I, I, you know, I don't I don't want to do it. It's not for you guys, but also I don't want to do a nuts of like I've done this on Photoshop again. <laughs> um, I've tried to be good. But it's really good as a show. Like, we had discussions yeah. about who's going to host. Sean's like, I want to host. And I was like, I would, like, I would like to host. But then I thought, no, Matt, like, Sh- Sean, you're good at this. You've done this for years. You know what you're doing. Thank I, you. it'll, it's, we're in enough of a risky position as it is, frankly, right? Without me then <laughs> saying, I'll host a show. What, a, what, what no, I mean, have I, I got yeah, for that? And I think what was, <laughs> what was almost more awkward about that discussion is we were both just like, it's not that either of us didn't want the other one to do it. It was just we both wanted to because we were both excited and yeah. like you know it was just we knew it would be fun. Um, See, no, nobody asked me if uh, I wanted to host because we know you didn't, Jake. We, right? So <laughs> well, I, I know I don't want to, but I could, you could have asked me. <laughs> we did. Uh, we did have one plan, which I guess we could talk about now. That basically we were gonna like we we're gonna throw it out to a vote um to the listeners to see who they wanted as host, and the, basically the joke would be that James clearly idea. didn't want to do it, but everyone would vote for him anyway. 
And yeah. <laughs> well, we I had so many plans of what we're going. I mean, I basically wanted to do. I wanted to like, almost like an X Factor style audition. We have auditions yep. every week. A new listener or someone like prepares a you know a mm. proposal. They come on, and I was basically going to do that. That would be over weeks and months, and basically <laughs> we it lasts all pretty much all year. And then someone says, "Yeah, you're now the new fourth host, the fourth you know uh, co-host." And then mm. the week after, Jay comes back. Um, <laughs> I, I, wanted to, I wanted to stretch it. I had loads, of, and also yeah, like so maybe like I. Would <laughs> maybe in January I would host a show then Sean and James would have a Twitter vote the winner gets to do it but yeah, yeah. I mean James will win because he's, he's the housewife's favourite but um, see I, I am glad we didn't do that because it did later occur to me that like, like alright if between the three of us we decide that someone other than me should host I'd be like yeah yeah, cool fine whatever yeah, yeah, I don't mind but if the listeners voted en masse for me to not host the show <laughs> I'd yeah, be that'd be the worst. Fucking <laughs> crushed. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would, you would then just demand the people's vote. It's like, then we go That's again. True, yeah, yeah. I only want to recount. This is ridiculous. Yeah, we go again. Um, Matt's been yeah, colluding so, with Russia again. I, I, like both Sean and I wanted to host, but I was like, no, for the good of the show, Sean should host. I'm not. You know, it's not an ego thing. Also, I'm more no. like I'm more CEO. I'm more like Mr. Manager. Well, exactly. And you know, as I said, I, like I would never sort of you know diminish like the stuff you do sort of in the background as well. Like it's it's yeah, like, I, I, really I'm, important. I'm, I'm not show. a host. Obviously, if Sean's ill, uh, and I guess James will host it. But you know, regardless, you know, I, I'm more of a CEO character than I am host. And so my <laughs> I definitely mom, want to see James host at some point. No, make no. James host. No, that's why it's funny, James. To host that's what I want to know. James, you host an interface. Anyway, regardless. So all the megalomaniacal machinations I have, it's for the good of the show, right? Mostly. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what happens next time you do like a, you know, serial theft type escapade. <laughs> I've got that um, on the system we'll, now, Sean. Well, it depends we'll, okay. if someone yeah, DMs us with like serial, who knows what might happen. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, oh yeah, future exercise, no one can control me. <laughs> That's the end for it. To just stop thinking anyone can... <laughs> if I've got something in my head, an idea... It's going to take an awful lot. You know, basically maybe like parents pleading on the phone, with, you know, crying. Other than that, I don't, I, no one's going to stop me if I've got an idea in my head. But trust me. <laughs> trust me. Uh, last one now. Oodles at Oodles Odim. Oodles Odim. Yeah, Oodles Odim. It's been too long uh, since you guys were last on. Do you guys have a gaming palette cleanser? Something, some people use FIFA or racing game after a big session or an open world epic or something. Mine is bye bye bye. Bye bye, box boy or pocket city. Hope you have a smashing year. See you at Res and welcome back. So, do you uh, guys play pocket a game city's after a... like a big old something? I was going to say that pocket city is a good shout. That's a good game. It's well, um... what is that? Is that like Sim City for phones? Basically, yeah. So you know, like EA have made Sim City for mobile, and it's as bad as you would expect. And it's like, why couldn't they just make a good Sim City game and charge me three pounds for it, and that would be that? That's what Pocket City is basically. Like it's. It's stripped down to the point that, like, at times it's like barely a game, and it's, it's just like, oh, I'm destroying a city and putting roads in and buildings and yeah, it's nice. yeah actually, um, that sounds right on my street. Yeah, yeah, it, it's great. It's just really nice and sort of weirdly sort of meditative. Um, it's just yeah, it's just really pleasant. Um, just sort of planning out your little city and like, oh, I need more houses now. Oh, I need more commercial. Oh, I need more industrial. Oh, I need a new power station. Uh, just yeah, it's nice little sort of pleasant um, sort of churn through that basically. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's Destiny Two for me. It's the it's my old pair of sneakers. Wow. And so, like. but he's saying like after you play like a big session or something, what you would then go to play Destiny Two for a little bit. Yeah, like it's wow. uh, yeah, it's it's I don't know. Yeah, I have to have because you know the way the weekly resets work. Like it's 
if I'm just going to like hop on for half an hour, I have to be like, oh yeah, today's the Gambit reset, and I'll do, I'll just do a match of Gambit, and then I'll get a thing. Um, but yeah, like, like the, the re- I think I've been on it so much, like post Red Dead Two, like it, it's felt like a palate cleanser from that. I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, but more generally, like outside of that, it tends to be small indie stuff, like. Um, like Yoku's Island Express has been a good one. I've been chipping away at that. Um, not enough to like really talk about it this week, but that's that's just been like, yeah, it's just so it's nice. It's just really pleasant, and it's just such a good game. Um, but yeah, that that's been nice to sort of chip into every so often. But then like, so for me, it's- I think this sort of goes back to why Dead Cells didn't work for me in that it's like, as a sort of you know a sort of slight palate cleanser, sort of all right, twenty thirty minutes. I'll just have a session on that, and then getting really frustrated with it because it was just losing so much stuff so it, it didn't fulfill that that need i guess but yeah anyone was else that, was that james <laughs> well i mean for me it has been i mean it is fifa because i do play that like daily mm-hmm. but more recently it has been these nes games <laughs> which i've just started playing because i just you know it's just stripped back and just nice you know I, I, I do enjoy playing them so yeah i've been doing that a lot recently yeah, for me, it's, it's still Rocket League. I mean, I have, I've barely played... I mean, I've barely played any games for ages, but, uh, yeah, well, when I was playing all the time, it would be like a you know, a couple of quick games of Rocket League. Um, I'll say a couple of quick games. Obviously, if you lose, it's more games, but uh, <laughs> a couple of quick wins. That's enough to send me to bed. That's it for questions. If you want to leave us... Uh, uh, you'll tweet us uh, whenever you want. It's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Uh, that's the end of the show, Sean. Cool. It's been all right, hasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think we survived. It's yeah, gonna be a weird few weeks, but yeah, we'll, it's gonna we'll, be we'll get okay. It. Yeah, it's gonna be absolutely fine. No, I'm 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 excited. I'm really looking forward to starting the streaming stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah speaking of that, so yes, uh, we're streaming now three nights a week. Um, yeah. starting this week. Well, actually, that's twice this week because it's Wednesday. But yeah, so this Friday, James starts Deadly Premonition at nine o'clock, uh, and then on Sunday night, I start Bloodborne also at nine o'clock, and then on Tuesday night at nine. Sean is playing all sorts of manner of games. Uh, I, so I yeah, don't every... actually know what the first week is going to be. We don't know. Yes, it's, <laughs> a, it's, it's, it's a kind of surprise. So turn yeah, up on Tuesday night yeah. and you know who, who knows what. Obviously, we'll be tweeting about this at Computer Camp on Twitter. But yeah, we'll be there Friday, Sunday, Tuesday uh, from 9 uh, on those nights. Yeah, from February, James and I are hoping to start an Alex Kid stream. If I get Resident Evil, maybe we'll do a stream of that as well. Uh, who knows but yeah so but to find yeah we're on twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash the computer game show or just find us on the app um, if you've got amazon prime you've also got twitch prime and well, that includes one free subscription a month think about going to our channel and giving that subscription to us we really appreciate it um obviously on every podcast service known to man but apple podcast reviews really really help um we've got discord we've got basically all our links are on the pin tweet on our twitter account so just go just go there really and at some point in the year i'll probably build a website but you know i didn't want to overload myself over christmas so uh that's it cool i feel i've i've, I've just now realized yes. i haven't got a sign sure. off this is where on the spot you have to make up this uh, is the <laughs> closing thing but you can't just like arbitrarily like it's got to be something to, that just sure. sort of comes just comes just naturally now so thanks for letting us be natural. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, That's terrible. Yeah, Sean. no, it's terrible. Thanks for letting us be natural. Thanks for letting us be natural, mate. Okay. See you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.
I don't know what that means, but I do, I do like it.